for like money like all these other nigerian girls who all they talk about is money look when i walk out because you may go i'm a nigerian babe nigerian i'm a nigerian babe on top of that i'm evil so you have to leave me no buy me go all them my body my head game all them when you go to pass me money go make a sense come on can't even can't hire because i put up a lot of come got an honor i put up a lot of come got an honor Good evening ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls from around the world. I go by the name of Tulsan Wilt. I have man half amazing. They know me as a Lagos big boy. I've just been on Jess Finesse's show, Jess Finesse's podcast. It was amazing. We spoke about so many things, spoke about DMX, spoke about Thames and Whiskey, of course. And we spoke about Nigerian celebrities and negative comments. Everything. So make sure you guys tune in, subscribe with the show. Football is many vibes. So you can give you can give okay. the Lagos Lagos big boy secondary school hierarchy. Okay, the hierarchy. So the game. So let's call it the game. I don't want to say hierarchy because people might start catching feelings, you know. But we were meant to be like we were looked as like the Ajebo version of King's College, not Greg's King's College. So is King's College the opposite of Ajebo? Um, no. So King's College back then. They were like the boutique kids, like all the rich kids in society. The colonial people send their kids there too, as well. So it was like a prestigious thing. Okay. Um, you know, obviously Nigeria maintenance culture. I don't know how, um, how well they maintained, you know, the school going forward. But I guess other, I guess better. Can I let me not say better facilities? You know, okay. with other schools sprung up. You the know, when you're I was, trying to censor what you're saying yeah, so that nobody come the, and say that one class. I beg, do you understand? I beg. Go ahead, the game, go ahead. Don't worry, know? no judgment. So, um, yeah, so that was pretty much it. Um, so for us, people tried to pick on us because uh, we're like, oh, the body kids, you know, back then we're like, you know, nah, we're not. We're actually where it is so we had the grangers of course on the mainland they were on the mainland but grange we all know that they're paying in pounds, pounds or school fees <laughs> or they have an oimbo um principle so you definitely know that okay they are the botty kids then you have the bis kids what is bis uh, british international mm-hmm. school so oh, david wow. o david o bobo and like a lot of them bobo Gusti. Bobo, uh, Prince, the lawyer. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, Prince, the lawyer. Um, lawyer. Yeah, his lawyer. Um, we're all in BIS as well. So that was like a different, they were like, they were proper body. They were like, they didn't even have any mixture of like, oh, some Paco blood in them. Also, we had like people from humble backgrounds and rich kids. So could they deny you access or entrance into one of these schools based on your your family's not packaged enough or like you not you don't have enough money low key yes low key yeah so you I can pass the entrance exam it, okay it's not like it's not like oh um these stories that you'll hear of like oh some like this kid comes from a disenfranchised family but then they are like first in their class mm. and then they get one like mysterious scholarship to not enter mm. school they'll be like bro you don't look rich you mm. can't attend here no the thing is that you can have definitely they, they would have allowed one or two tokens you know there's mm, tokens, tokenism you know, okay, so okay. you gotta have one or two tokens but for the most part the game is a game like I know for instance like Sensei, I went to St. Xavier's Ibutemeta, the real one. Um, and there's Sensevius Ikoi. So I know for Sensevius Ikoi, you have to be on the waiting list. You know, this is primary school to get into like primary one. You know, it's very prestigious, you know, rich kids, blah, 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 blah. There's like a wait. So they are bougie. So that's 
the, you know, that's, there's no more, there's, you can't package it any, any other way. So I got a question. And, yeah. and if you leave me, I will ask you 1000 questions. So we're yeah. going to get right into the show. Yeah. Um, but my <laughs> final question before we get into it is, yeah. so when your parents were fighting to get y'all into these prestigious, prestigious schools all the yeah. way from like nursery, mm-hmm. what do you think was going through their minds? Like, I need to make sure my child has a chance at being successful from the time he's four years old. Because I don't see why you're trying to fight and squeeze your way into like the top nursery, mm. the top crutch, the top this, the top that, all the way to, I understand like secondary school and college, because yeah. that's when you start thinking mm. about how to position yourself in adulthood, in the real world. But trying to fight to get into like the best nursery school or paying an arm and a leg for nursery school. Why do you think y'all, your parents was doing that? Well, my own parents didn't do that. I mean, I went to, I went to Ibutemeta house in the, well, not the hood, but like my own school was, I got, everybody could go. Gotcha. Um, but uh, Nigerians, I guess from the beginning of time, everything, we like fugazi stuff. We like to show off. We're we like classes. to be, we're classes. We, even though, Look at us. Look at the country. It's a third world country, but we're still classist. Right. It's, we just like, we just like to feel better than the other person. We just like to feel that, okay, I have this. This P is exclusively for me. Not everybody can have this. I think that's, you know, that's one of the mentalities. And two, if you're rich enough and you can afford to have your kids be uh, taught by Oimbo people and get the best education. I'm sure you would have probably imagine taken you <laughs> imagine you being taught by white people at six years old and you still in the same country twenty years later still struggling with the rest of us yeah, and in five four three two one <laughs> it was good was popping it's your girl Jess Jess finesse and we're on another episode of Jess finesse presents and if you've been hearing the voice of the young man to my he is to my he to my left mm-hmm. uh, we have the one the only I've worked with him on many times so I feel comfortable enough to smoke with him today. Gigi. Tosan. You want to go by Wills? You want to go by Mac? How are you feeling today? Tosan Wills. Tosan Wills. You Let's know. do it. Tosan Stage Wills. names only. Um, Tosan, how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me on the show. You know, I'm excited to yarn just many, 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 many things. When's the last time you held a mic? Um, two days ago. What were you doing? Uh, I was hosting, I was hosting at night. Yeah, at a club. Yeah. You know what's so funny? I, I have not hosted in well over a year. And my eyes have definitely shined from like this hosting game. Like they're the ones that are, you know, many are called if you're chosen. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I was called and now they ain't choose me no more, but you are chosen. All right. Cause till now, since, since I moved to this country in 2017 and I hosted my first event, um, it, uh, at native land 2017 till now you're still consistently hosting. Yeah. And I know there is a small crop of y'all. That are the hype mans and the MCs and the and the and the and the guys that hold down the events with the with the hype and all that stuff. And you're one of the few of them. So I commend you because you. that that stuff is not that stuff is hard. Thank you. It's hard Thank as heck. <laughs> um, but we're gonna chill today. We're gonna just some topics, and you're gonna smoke with me now. Okay. My okay. premise of why I smoke Gary with my guests is because smoking Gary is a very communal thing to me, right? Mm. You can't just smoke with anybody. Mm. All right. The same way mm. that they roll up and they be like, oh, pass the bump, pass the bump. I can't pass. I can't pass the Gary to just anybody. Mm. Like, who's going to do that? Mm. I'm not going to steal with random strangers and be smoking Gary. Mm. I got to steal with people that, that have played an integral role in my life. And I feel like you definitely have because I've worked with you. Right. We've mm-hmm. co-hosted um, major events since I've moved back. Yeah. Um, we share the same sentiment. As being creators and or creatives <laughs> in this Lagos, yeah. many times we share the same fears and frustrations. Yeah. So um, it makes the most sense. So before we get into it, white or yellow? 
<coughs> white Gary, please. White Gary. I'm waiting for the day that somebody will come on this podcast mm. and they will join me in what Jess. the glory. Jess is trying of to force this, this yellow Gary on everybody anything. because she's from the east. I'm not Gary's actually anything. Anything. Mm, not Gary. Not Gary. Y'all keep making the joke. Oh, this is you're just smoking cold Eba. Oh, you're just doing it. Oh, you you're smoking something that's red. Why are you, this is sour, bro? It's sour. It's crunchy. It's very fine. Very fine. You know, the particles are very you know, loose. The the white one just does it for me. It's the white one for me. It's the white one for me. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Let's begin. Go to Jocko. It looks like Coco. Let me not say it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that, by the way. So, son. Okay, so, Tosan, can you tell... Can you pass me a spoon? You're a real one. Can you tell uh my lovely audience, the lovely audience, what it is that you do? Let me let you have a few minutes to introduce yourself mm-hmm. as we prepare our lovely meal. Okay. Um let me let me hold on while I so um I'm a lawyer by profession. Um I'm an entertainment executive. Like that's my job role. But I also I'm an MC, live show host, presenter. So that's I guess that's how I like to describe myself. Um I've acted in two things, so I don't know if I can call myself you can an add actor. In. Okay, so gig gig gig. I have interest in acting. Um E and R, it's it's a whole lot. Like, so, so I don't, which one of them things make you money? That's the one I want to know. Okay, which one makes me money? Um, MCing, MCing makes me money, good okay, money. Okay, and um, yeah, I guess being an entertainment executive too. When is the last time you wore that ugly white wig they make y'all wear? White wig. I haven't worn a wig in like two years because I stopped. I stopped practicing because I was actually practicing law for about four years. You know, seriously before I was like, you know what, now. Nah. Um, I think for me, I just always had the imposter syndrome. I wasn't sure. Uh, as a lawyer, I knew that I was in the entertainment game. So while I was a lawyer, it was almost as if, oh, you're not a pure breed lawyer. You're one of them. You're still a Rockies guy. And I was like, okay, cool. When I go into this um, industry, they would accept me with open arms. Mm-hmm. But it was almost the same thing. When I left the law fully to go into the entertainment fully, it was almost as if, ah, yeah, corporate guy, what are you doing? And I'm like, dude, I've been like, I've been running this parole, like I guess side by side, for the longest time before most of you even thought of joining the P. So I don't know. So yeah. Why? But why would that be held against you? The duality of your corporate versus creative job. When most of us, that's how many people juggle being a creative in this country. Anyway, because yeah. most of us <laughs> that have, you know, not most of us, because I'm not a monk, but all you nine to five, well. The nine to fivers that are listening, that are also creatives, y'all have a steady check coming in every month, or depending where you live in the world, every two weeks. The rest of us who are full blown creatives, <laughs> the way we have to save our money, and the way we have to pray and beg and hope, and you know, rub two things together so that we can pay our NEPA bill, is very different. So I don't see why they would hold that against you, but that's very, very, very interesting. But you know that that's a Nigerian thing. It's like just like make you feel like an outsider. I think that's the tool. What I've noticed is that like, oh, isolation, that's the Mm. game. Once they feel you're a threat, they try to isolate you. So weird. You know, and the things that I don't even move around, like, oh, trying to threaten them, but I just move around. Oh yeah, I'm doing my thing, sweet boy. But some people still get threatened and, you know, try to, but yeah, you have to rise above. Makes sense. Makes sense. All right. So what do you normally put in your Gary? 
I <clears throat> I usually don't add the milk. Um, this is like a first time for me. Not first time, but um, yeah, it's not a norm. So I usually do sugar and mm, ice cubes. Okay, we have ice cubes there. And bits of, I'll sprinkle gege. Yeah. What does gege mean? I know it's an expression, but it's, like, when, when is the accurate time I, to use I, it? I, 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 I really don't know. It's, it's actually very addictive. You know, it's... Um, I, I I literally use it for everything. It's like I'm surprised, Gigi. I'm happy, Gigi. I'm sad, Gigi. And yeah. let me correct me if I'm wrong. That that's from uh, Mayo Kunabi. Is it Mayo? Is it Mayo? Isn't he the one that popularized it? No, I think Mayo started. Mayo, yeah, yeah. Mayo started. Yeah. Yeah. Be careful yeah. before they go and copyright it. Yeah, Mayo, 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 David, Brookway, all of them. It's all yeah, yeah. poison. So, so, is this brown sugar? It's brown sugar. No, that's, no that's chocolate powder. We don't give uh, brands uh, uh, hang time. What yeah. we do, it do depends on the brand. Ask, like, it depends sure on the brand. It's a chocolate. It's a chocolate powder. You know how you know how like um, there are certain words that. Okay, I'm just gonna say Milo. I think I know what you mean. You know, like, like, like every brand of chocolate season, drink, they'll just say it's Milo. Everything beverage. is Maggie. When Beverage. I want to buy toothpaste, I want to buy close up. Exactly. It doesn't <laughs> matter if it's Colgate, Crest, whatever. Anyone. Is, everything is close That's up. what they call it. So it's a chocolate, uh, chocolate drink. It's a, it's, a cho- it's a chocolate drink. Chocolate drink. Um, without further ado, you wanna, you wanna, you wanna break open and do the honorary honors of opening the. Granuts. Mm. I didn't bring the granite from my house. Mm. We have a new bottle today, fresh mm. out the market. Mm. <laughs> no, see the grip. It's all in the grip. It's all in the grip. Professional. Yeah, Professional. Yeah, see how that joint pops? Exactly. Just like champagne. Yeah. Okay. Um. Without further ado, Tosan, you want to do me the honors? As you pour your granuts, mm. can you lift up the first fan and tell us what we're discussing today? I should put it. I should go to do it. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> yeah. Our first topic, um, DMX dies at age 50, RIP DMX, um, five days after su- uh, suffering a heart attack. Tributes pouring in from fans and celebs alike. Family denies rumors about Jay-Z and Beyonce buying the masters to his music. So I guess that's... Okay, so um, those are like the, yeah, sub the sub points that we can hit yeah. on and then just a general conversation. Um, yeah. So like you said, rest in peace, DMX. RIP X. You know, yeah. I'm going to let you start. You know why? Because the thing I want to say about this DMX thing yeah. is very left of center. It has mm. it has nothing to do with the topics thing. I Please forgive me, our amazing <laughs> producer. Yeah. Uh, don't vex. But just give your initial thoughts and then I'll, I'll drop my two cents. Um, of course, it's uh, DMX passing is very sad. Uh, legend in the game. One of my earliest memories of hip hop is... You know, rough riders. I know. I literally, I'm sure most of us had that fake chain back in the day. The R, that R chain that used to spin. Well, even sure before G Unit, they started doing it. So, but yeah, DMX, legendary stuff. The music was, the music was so dope. I actually went back. I never listened to, um, to a DMX album. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Um, like growing up, I just knew the songs and I knew like. Okay, the feat, what he was, what it was about, you know. So I actually went back and I was like, okay, damn, DMX was actually quite deep, you know. Um, and I know the latter stages towards his passing, he was very positive on like social media in terms of the messages that he kept on trying to 
pastor people, you know, God, like God is real, blah, blah, blah. Right. So it's, um, I think we should just take a page from his, from his, um, his passing and learn from it. You know, I'm sure a lot of people would have some of the, I guess, uh, pro- let me not say uh, like negative things to say about, I guess, the way he lived his life. Um, but, um, I just, for me, I like to, I like to just take the good things out of people's uh, lives and emulate that really. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so for, for starters, I'm going to say shout out social media and I don't normally shout out social media because I don't like social media anymore. Um, and what, and what it stands for and what it does for the most part, there's more to me, there's more negatives of social media than positives. Uh, but in DMX's case, it was a huge positive because it gave us the power to um, narrate and paint the picture of DMX that we wanted to paint, right? Because mm. back in the day, what would yeah. happen is if somebody dies and they say it's an overdose, yeah, you don't have like that's a story that is cemented in 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 our in our minds, no right? The news will come and say the person had the person OD'd. He was a gangster rapper. He was black. He was this. He was that. Just straight up negative things. But because of social media and people everyone just having access to their phones, both the people that knew him in real life, the people that had positive interaction with him, everybody could pour their own version of DMX on social media. media. So we could all see all the positives that DMX has done. If you will leave white media and, and, <laughs> and, and, and um, Oibo news, mm-hmm. is that is the black person that OD'd, full stop. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just really happy that for once, like somebody's death, and somebody's passing, it's immortalizing something positive. Like somebody who, who for the longest time, because of the, maybe the content of the music or the lifestyle he was portraying, mm-hmm. you can easily on the surface level, just be like, Oh, a person, you know, this person's a, a, a menace to society. Oh, yeah. this person is a bad influence on, on children or, or the people or whatever. And we have proven or people have proven and we have confirmed and it's going to be in history that DMX was a good person. Yeah. No media could Facts. change that. No media can come and lie. Nothing like that. That's one. Now, two. The reports are too conflicting for us to really know for real how this man died. Mm. One, I think one thing that social media has also done is just demystified everything. You have family members coming out saying different stories. You have media outlets. You have lawyers. You have managers coming out and saying different stories. Mm. So till now, I'm not even comfortable with all the different reasons they said the guy died. I've heard that they said he took COVID vaccine. I heard that he had COVID. I heard that, you know, he OD'd. I heard this. I heard that. So now I don't... I heard he had a heart attack. He had a a heart attack. All his organs were failing. There were so many conflicting stories that till now, as I'm standing here right now, I don't, I don't, I don't know the way that he died. I just know he died and I just believe that he died in the hospital. Those yeah. of us that live in Lagos, we're not in New York <laughs> to go to the hospital to go and see what happened. We're not in America. We can only consume this information from our neck of the woods, of the global woods, <clears throat> right? So I don't know how he died. So I don't want to sit here and like leave my mind sitting on, mm. oh, he died this way. Because I'm not comfortable with doing that because we don't know. Can I call you short? Go ahead. Are we? Do we deserve not like the world now? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I guess since uh, people are trying to find out how exactly he died, do do we deserve like an autopsy report? Do we from the family or from anyone? Does the world deserve that? No. So, so if you if you died, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you died, and you were blown. Yeah. I, you're blown to me, but let's say you were like blown, universally blown, yeah. and you passed, Famous, yeah. right? And you know, do you think that your fans, people mm-hmm. that love you, like, do you feel like? your family would be obligated to inform the fans nah. how you died. 
Exactly. I guess so. That was my point. It was like, you know, I, I guess that like everyone is, you know, trying to find out. Maybe it's just the way me, I just am. I'm just like, he's gone, he's gone. Like, finding out, okay, what exactly happened. It's like for me, like for, my mother passed away last year. Mm-hmm. And I May know she rest that. In peace. Yeah. RIP, mom. So, and I know that it's always so weird when someone asks, oh, how did she die? I'm like, oh, was she sick? I'm like, does that matter? You know, I, I, that's just my own pee. So I think people just like to satisfy the the, the hunger for curiosity, yeah. right? Yeah. Which, in essence, is harmless. Yeah. But then you have to really realize, like, all these different other variables. The loved ones that the person left behind, do you think they yeah. want to be telling you how, you know, their yeah. loved one passed? A lot of times you'll see, like, the day somebody... One thing that really irritates my soul is, like, somebody will die or somebody will pass. The announcement will come on social media. There'll be threads of, oh, sorry for your loss. Sorry, 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 sorry. And then you'll see the one person that asks like three hours after the post has been announced is how did the person die? Yeah. I don't think that's a, that's the appropriate place to going to be asking how somebody died. Read the room. Read read it or read the thread or read the vibe. (laughs) Um, I think one other point I wanted to make on this DMX thing, right? And this is where I say I'm going very left of field. So apparently DMX has an album coming up. There's speculation that he was working on an album and Obviously, because posthumous albums or posthumous, I don't know how to say it, but albums being released after someone dies are not becoming popular. Um, I mean, we saw it with like uh, Notorious B.I.G. Life After Death, right? I think they released it after he died. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, And then even in more recent years, Pop Smoke. um, I don't know if Juice World dropped. I know Juice Juice World has been featured on people's songs. Michael Michael Jackson. This just constant idea of like, these labels that apparently own these masters or own, you know, catalogs and things use um, these people's deaths mm. as a perfect time to drop music. Yeah. If I was an artist, while well, lie, mm-hmm. I will make a clause in my contract that says, if I die, you cannot release my music anymore because there's something very, and I'm a conspiracy theorist. Maybe that's why there's something very eerie about dropping these albums, dropping after these people die. And you can compare that the streams and yeah. the publicity and the money that will be made mm-hmm. because, you know, the buzz of the person's death compared to if they were to put money into marketing and promotion while the person was alive, very different. And they're making so much more money that they don't have to actually pay to the artist because the artist is no more. Mm. Then we see these things of like, you know, uh, people speculating whether the, the family is going to get um, the ro- royalties or yeah. the money from the art from the artist's uh, masters in the artist catalog. And yeah. we don't even know. Everything is what speculation. So I'm very, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to be happy if I hear the DMX album after he passes. Cause it's mm. like, bro, this man's not going to enjoy this. Mm. We don't know. This is somebody who's been an artist. We don't know that if he's still in the contract that he was in during his peak during Rough Riders. We don't know if he's, you know, a label owns his whole masters. We don't know if Rough Riders owns the whole catalog. We don't know if, you know, his family's going to get anything. So I'm not even that excited if DMS, if DMS's people or label drop an album after he's passed. But go ahead. I mean, <clears throat> in that regard, like, there's very little, there's very little we can do about that. Unless, you know, your organization, your, when you're starting up, you know, when you're starting the whole game, you, it, it just means that you have to, you have to just be, you have to have foresight and think very far. You have to have maybe like a fall guy, not a fall guy, but a guy that if you fall is the one that is going to follow through and execute and make sure that like your family 
is good. But all of that is, you know, just so tricky that because once you die, everyone is just like, I guess, sad and focusing on the death. So it's, they are just like, okay, yeah, you know, perfect timing. It's, it's the, I, I'm, unfortunately, it is the game. Unfortunately, it is the game. When you are alive, your record label was probably, they were paying for stuff. They were doing, they were putting you out there. So now that you are gone and all of this is just sitting there, yeah, me, I'm, me, I'm saying that. When business aspects. Like, business yeah, can it will happen. Out. Like, it could happen unless you've organized your table properly and you have someone there. Like, it could happen. Because the label spent money on you, you know. Not saying it's right. Not saying it's right, but like. I think we need to, that's the thing. Like, anyone who only cares about the business aspect, yeah. what you're saying supports the claim is fine. Yeah. There's those of us who are, you know, looking at, you know, the ethical and the moral mm-hmm. standpoint. And someone can argue, like, doesn't make sense to be arguing morality and ethics when you're mm-hmm. talking about music industry, right? But I think now is the time to start actually start doing that, mm-hmm. right? Obviously, the artists from back then, right? The DMXs, the, mm-hmm. the Macy's who was there begging Diddy for Masters back. Um, the TLCs who, you know, sold all those um, records all over the world and they were they came out and said that they were broke. Yeah. They can't benefit from this type of insight because they've already signed contracts yeah. back then where it was like, oh, if I sign a contract and, and I buy a house and buy chains and buy this, then I'm set. Yeah. And they don't even have, like you said, that foresight to yeah. think like, what happens if I die? Yeah. What happens if I become successful and I die and yeah. I don't have a will in place or yeah. there's no clauses in my contract that um, help me know how to handle my estate or my affairs once I pass. So I think it's artists that are now artists that are young, that are just starting their careers that haven't signed deals yet. Think about it. Like, like I said, if I was an artist, baby in my con, if I'm, if I die, please, you're not, you can't release album. If you don't want to sign me based on that, then that's fine. fine. I won't do it. But it's very, it's just look at pop smoke. Do you know how many, I don't know if you're a fan of pop smoke, right? I'm a very big fan of pop smoke. Um, do you know how many like videos they've dropped since this guy has died? And they keep recycling the same <laughs> if clips of yeah. him in all these videos. And it's like, I don't know if he owned his, I don't know if he owned his brand or his name or his likeness or anything like that. Yeah. And it, it would make sense that if the label owned it or his, uh, what's that guy's name? Steven Victor is the person that signed him owned it. Then he can use it however he wants. Right. Mm, yeah. But like there's a video, there's a movie coming out. And Pop Smoke's in the movie. There's a movie coming out. Yes, there's a movie, but it's not about Pop Smoke. He's a, it's a movie where Pop yeah. Smoke is in the is oh, in yeah. the movie. It's like a basketball. Oh, yeah, I, saw, movie. I think I saw. I saw they released the trailer of the movie on Pop Smoke's YouTube, but Pop Smoke is not the star of the movie. Then they dropped a, a song. Mm. I don't know if the song is a mm. Pop Smoke song. I don't know if, if it's going to be on the original soundtrack of the movie. Okay. But like, there's these recycled clips of Pop Smoke over, like, as if they immortalize this guy. Mm. And it's like they're going to use these clips for the next 20 years mm. till they can make maybe Pop Smoke hologram and then Pop Smoke this and, and Pop Smoke that. Or apparently, as a son, they'll probably, I don't know, groom him to become a Pop Smoke rapper. Like, it's, it's, it's scary to me mm. that once you pass, like, you don't pass. And it's full stop. It's like you pass and your legacy is being exploited continuously, continuously, continuously until they can't exploit it anymore. So hopefully for DMX, I'm not trying to be negative. I think his fans will love if an album of his drops. Yeah. But like for me, my mind is just going to the how long will they continue to like who, who has DMX's hard drive? Mm. Like who, who has the music? What are they going to do with it? Is it in the right hands? Are they going to use it the right way? So yeah, that's, that's my take on that. 
that's that's a very hot take. I like that. I like it. It's real. It's real hot. And like I say, it's only in my own podcast I'll say this stuff. <laughs> and in my house, I won't say this on anybody's podcast. But um, without further ado, let me let me lift up the next fan. Mm-hmm. Bet that. Bet that. Bet that. Okay, this song. So, <laughs> Picky Vest and Udu X present Pop Rev, a platform mm. that lets music fans invest in artists. Mm. And a notable thing is that Davido has signed this new venture. Mm. Wow. Hmm. So, do you have the on. do you have the context of it for the um, most part? Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, but like, um, I'm just thinking about it now. Like, <sighs> me, personally, <laughs> personally. Well, person, personally with you know artists and like um investing in them it's a cold it's a very cold it's a cold p because i guess with this there's more structure to it so i guess there'll be there'll be written there'll be contracts people will sign stuff but i beg who contracts really help how many people actually um you know enforce all these contracts actually go through with them um the thing is that okay, you invest in someone, and they, I guess they, they blow. Hmm? Do you? What if they don't pay you back? So I think so. There's there's press releases on this, right? And yeah. I mean, I was skimming through one of them before this podcast. Mm-hmm. And do you, are you do you use Piggy Vest? Um, no, I no. I okay, don't. I don't. so I use Piggy Vest. Yeah. Piggy Vest did not sponsor me to say this. Piggy mm. Vest is the best thing that has ever happened to me since I moved to this country. Mm. Um, God forbid I save my money in a bank ever again. Um, but wow. there's a section yeah. of Piggy Vest. Piggy Vest is is known for saving, right? Yeah. Um, and then saving and actually gaining interest on mm-hmm. the money that you save. So mm-hmm. there's incentive to actually save as opposed to if you put your money in a traditional bank mm-hmm. and every minute they're taking debit, they're taking debit, 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 debit. <laughs> Even when you don't use a card for one year, there's debit card maintenance fee. So there's another sector of piggy vest is investing, mm-hmm. right? So on the app, I've never done it, but like there's like different types of things you can invest in. Yeah. And it's pretty straightforward. So they'll say, um, they'll tell you what it is you can invest in. They'll tell you how much it is per share or something. They'll tell you how much interest you'll get. And then they'll tell you once the maturation period occurs, Mm -hmm. it releases the money to you. So Mm -hmm. I think that is the same thing they're going to do with artists, right? And where you, where you would receive revenue is from their streams. So let's say I'm an indie artist. Um, I have music. I put it on the UduX platform. Mm -hmm. And then I guess if people like it, I guess it's, it's almost the same, like a, not a GoFundMe, but like Indiegogo, where you can put out a, a, an invention that you're working on and then people can crowdfund. So maybe they put their song on the platform. People like the song. Mm-hmm. They like the artist. They can, you know, put shares. It's like you're buying shares in the sure. music. Okay. So there would be, from my understanding, there would be a clear-cut way mm-hmm. to be able to get your money back. It's not like, oh, you have to sign a contract with the artist mm-hmm. and then the artist can run away and mm-hmm. now you don't have a lawyer to come out. You don't, you mm-hmm. can't go to court to go and do this thing. I think it's, it looks pretty clear cut okay. from what I saw. Okay. So I don't think that fear, which is a very valid fear yeah. because that's what I would think. Like if I'm putting money into something, I've attempted to like invest in something and the person ran away with my money before. So mm-hmm. I have trauma. <laughs> okay. I have PTSD. Mm-hmm. Before I give you my five scenario, I want to know how that joint is coming back into my pockets. Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that assurance I think is there. Okay. In their defense, like I said, I don't. I'm Uduex, Piggy Vest have not paid me, but like anything that has to do with elevating artists, I'm yeah. gonna give them a listening ear. Yeah. So yeah. In that case, then in that case, that's good. Um, it means that 
literally, I can just go and okay, I have bar, I have extra bar that I want to <laughs> extra just money. That's extra funny because money. how many of us have extra <laughs> bar? Money, but yeah, <laughs> extra money, Nige. But yeah, you have extra bar. You just want to, I guess, a lot of people, a lot of corporates, from what me because I'm, I feel like I'm the hybrid. I'm both corporates. I play in both fields. Um, they they have the bar. They like entertainment, but they don't know how to use how to use the bar, how to get in. That's why you have you find people like me going to meet some corporates. Oh yeah, bring this bar. This person wants to do this thing. It look good. It look good for your brand. Blah 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 blah. So like um, this now, for instance, would would you can just sit back, I guess, and let the money do the work. The artist doesn't even have to, you don't even have to have a personal relationship, I guess. And I think that's always better because once you start getting personal, it always becomes a thing of say, we say who, ah, oh God, ah, this is your money. Oh, sorry. Can I just give me some more? I don't, you know, I don't want to hear that. You know, let's just keep it very business, very straight to the point. And I guess this will be um, good. It lo- loads of people out. That's the main problem. Funding, I mean, for loads of independent so if there's a pool of funds that they can get without having to sign too many documents and they know it's pretty much straightforward and it's, I guess, tailored to their environment, their marketplace, then we move. So, okay. Go ahead, Ayo. Go ahead. So, like, two things, like, I'm really liking about this is the fact that the artists actually have a right to their masters. So it's not like any label is going to be making money off mm. their music. So, like, you that you so you like that you're investing, you get a cut, but you don't exactly have rights to like their masters at the end of the day. Mm. And another thing is you can actually see like the metrics, like how much money you can actually see like how much money these people are making, how much streams are coming in. Mm-hmm. So you don't exactly feel cheated because you can literally see it right there on the transparent. App. Yeah. So that's those are two things, key things that sound very sexy from this thing. Okay, so I have two things to combat both of y'all <laughs> alright I'm gonna start with the man on my left Tosan Mac my G um, so ironically enough I actually don't the statement you, ma- you made about um, people having personal relationship personal relationships with investors right mm-hmm. so in the context in which you said it right it makes sense I agree but I don't think I'd invest in an artist that I didn't have some type of personal connection to mm-hmm. right think about GoFundMe when someone is sick and they're asking for funds. Yeah. Nine times out of 10, or majority of the time, it's this concept of like, especially if I don't know you personally, it's like, this story touched me enough to want to give you money. I want to donate money to your hospital bill. Mm-hmm. So you lost everything in a fire. Um, you're trying to, you know, raise money for, for grad school. You're trying to raise money for whatever, right? Yeah. I don't know you personally, but there's something that touched me. Whether it's even seeing all my followers go and donate and because I'm experiencing FOMO, me too, I want to go and put my own $20. Mm. Now with artists, right? And this is something that I've been fighting with for a very long time. I feel like artists don't have fan bases in Nigeria like that. Except for like the big, big, like the big three or whatever. It's very hard to say, okay, this artist has this type of fan base. Mm. It's not impossible, but it's hard, right? 
because a lot of times I feel like a lot of artists don't really connect with their fans. The only mm. time they remember that they have fans is when they need to drop something. Then you'll now see them do Instagram live every day. You'll see them retweeting this every day, dancing on TikTok every day. Mm. They always do it leading up to a rollout. Not that they're doing it consistently. I'm not saying all artists, so nobody should come and fight me. I didn't say all of them. All right? But there's enough of them for you to say that yeah. it's an issue that a lot of them don't connect with their artists, uh, yeah. with their fans. Yeah. So why, if you don't mm. connect with me, you only remember me when you have to drop a song. Mm. Every minute when they enter into Twitter beef is, oh, you're, you're broke anyway. You're this anyway. Mm. Or you'll see them on off days when no one's looking, insulting fans or calling or talking down on, on people. Or, you know, not remembering that they also too came from humble beginnings. Yeah. And that they don't remember that before they, you know, were millionaires or whatever. They were just like us. Yeah. You come and tell me I should donate to something and I will donate. Now, if you think about it, right? Because Davido co-signed this, yeah. right? I don't think Davido would need this. Yeah. He might partner with them to promote it, but I don't think yeah. he would need this. So we're probably talking about, you know, uh, independent artists that don't have the funding. Obviously, the, the top artists have the funding to push their stuff. But just like independent guys, right? Who are relatively up and coming. Um, they're probably buzzing, probably known, don't have the funding. If you haven't connected with me on any type of level, for me personally, yeah. me personally, that makes my own money. That yeah. they don't, they don't dash me money. As mm-hmm. I'm doing this podcast, I'm looking for money. Mm-hmm. For me to relay my, to, to put my 50k into your music, there has to be some type of connection. So mm-hmm. there does have to be this sense of like personal relationship. Not that you know you're talking on a talking basis. You know yeah. yourself. Just make it seem like you even give a damn about your fans, okay. right? Then for you. <laughs> you said that you it's like a good thing like, see come on you said that um, it's good because it allows artists to own their masters I'm being a devil's advocate here this one that in, I believe in owning masters right but this one where everyone is like own your masters own your masters oh, okay oh yeah you own the masters do you know what to do with it do you know how to exploit it I mean that's that's the part of the artist to figure it out we're in an age where information is literally at your fingertips you just okay. have to find out but me having my masters is way better than somebody else having my masters. That's not always the case, though. Unless the other person that has my masters has, a good, has my interest at heart. Like, I know this person is going to do shit that mm. will benefit me. But end. think about it. Most, we have to think we're in business, right? Should yeah. be doing business. Yeah. A, label, a record label is not, they're trying to make money. Right? Full stop. don't mind fucking you up to make that money. But think about it. <clears> then that's where you as an individual comes in and says, I don't want, I, I need to make sure these people don't mess me up. Yeah. Because they're trying to make money. Yeah. You're trying to make money. That's why you guys have come together in the first place. They want to make money, but they also have the resources to make money. You want to make money, you broke as hell. Or you want to make money, you don't have the resources. Yeah. So you partner with someone that has the money, has a connection, and has a resource. If they own your... Like, people have just made it so... I'm not saying ownership is good. Ownership yeah. is great. Yeah. Ownership only benefits you if you know what to do with the ownership. Yeah. If you don't know how to exploit a master's, if you don't know how to go and uh, source out for licensing opportunities for your music, because a, a way that artists can make money with it's their music, music is licensing and sync, right? Yeah. If you put your music on a commercial, put your music in games and stuff. Yeah. If you don't know how to do that, and a label knows how to do that, it may not be completely horrible if they own your master's. The problem is when you don't read your contract or you don't fight to say, okay, you can own my master's for the duration of this contract. Yeah. Or you can own part of my master's and I own part of my master's. People just, you know, think, oh, 360 dealer. Oh, they just own master's. They're wicked. They're evil. Yeah. Like I said, I support owning of master's. Any artist that I work with, I will tell them like, yo, it makes sense for you to, in, in this day and age where distribution is, um, where distribution is, is popular. And uh, they'll say this thing like anybody can put out music mm-hmm. now. 
that's true, but it's also slightly disingenuous because if I think today, like, okay, I can just go and record a song. Yeah. I, there was a time you you were rapping, right? Yeah, some, some. Come on, some, you need some, to add rapper to your to your forte. But you can put out a song today and think like, oh, let me just put it out and tweet it, yeah. and that something will just happen. No, there's marketing. There's things that have to start moving for that music to actually move mm-hmm. from the day you release it on DSPs. So like, when people say things like, oh, anyone can put out music. Yes, anyone can put out music. But the push required, but the resources required, but the funding required to push it. Do you have it? If you don't have it, maybe it does make sense to partner with somebody. All these people, you know, in Nigeria, we love investor now. We love all investors. <laughs> I'm, I'm signed to an investor. We're signed to an investor. And it's always one, one, one man that has, or one person that has funny money that you don't know where the money came from. Funny that money. That has 20 million to just pour inside yourself. That person probably, do you know if they know how to exploit masters? Have yeah. they, have they, have they, um, hired staff that would know how to exploit masters and, and put you in all these places? So when people say own your masters, I'm not saying it's bad. Own them if you can. Yeah. But if you know you're not going to be able to do the things needed to exploit the masters, if you know you're not going to do the things needed to be able to have this valuable asset and use it to your advantage, it's not always bad to sign a record label. So, um, to sign to a record label. So I say that to say that with this partnership, it does make sense. I think anything that has to do with, you know, artists being able to connect with their fans and everybody has, like many people have been trying to sort this problem of like, how can fans invest, right? Despite the lack of structure in our industry, people have been talking about, it's not today that people have thought about it. They're just the first ones to actually Do do something about it. It's dope that you're connecting fans and artists and fans that have the money. Look at how NSARS happened. If people have money like that, they have money to invest inside artists. But, there's some things that, you know, we really have to think about that will be ironed out that I'm not going to hold them against it now. They just started. But I would like to see in the next coming years how they implement all these things to make it a really symbiotic relationship between artists and fans. Symbiosis. Yeah. Biology. <laughs> you people are not serious. So fun. Okay. Whenever okay. you're ready, next fan. Okay. That was good. I like that. I like this fan. This fan is like a ninja. Ninja fan. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Wow, this is the first time I've seen somebody switch <laughs> fan. Though. Wait, what happened? Why did you switch? Hala, hala, hala. <laughs> There's a method to his madness. Yeah. I believe in Tosan. I trust him. Okay. <clears throat> oh, yeah. So the next topic Twitter set up first African HQ in Ghana. Hmm. Um. Yeah, should I read? No, the, don't worry, don't uh, worry. We can, yeah, we can do that. Okay. Chale. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Aquaba. Aquaba. Chale. Yeah. That's the one. I'm practicing my 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 tree. So <laughs> when it's time for me to, it's yeah, okay, to <laughs> bro. I think it's time for me to leave. You're the JP. You're the Japa. Uh, I don't. I don't want to. Like I said, people be thinking because we have two passports. You said what? You don't want to. To Japa. Not the way that the people that really need it, like, let's say there was a boat, right, that needed to save people and they mm. only had 20 seats. Mm. In ter- and, like, the, the problem that they're running away, you know how, like, a boat is sinking? Mm. So the sinking ship is Nigeria, right? <laughs> I'll give the seats to other people before I will, I will enter the next boat. Okay. I don't Why? know if that, if that makes Why? sense. Why? Because you can't survive? I can survive, but that's not even fair to say because it doesn't matter how much money or status or, condi- like, uh, a protection you have in this country you can still yeah. die it doesn't yeah, matter gotta, like it does not matter gotta, I think it's just it's a mental it's a mental thing that okay. we should probably discuss off the pod okay my thing is I don't see why this is I don't see why anybody would think that somebody would come and set up shop yeah. why Twitter would come and set up shop in a country where there was a politician that threatened to sue this guy to sue Jack because mm. of 
Twitter's involvement during the NSARS campaign. Yeah. Why would anybody now think that Jack would just with open and loving arms, despite the fact that he loves our people, despite the fact that he verified our president FK and some few other people during NSARS, <laughs> would not want to come and set up shop in Nigeria? Yeah. Um, man, first of all, we don't even have, ah, Nino, like, electricity. Sorry. <laughs> like, there's lights in Ghana or Charlie. Like, they don't, I don't think, you know, the office, first of all, the Twitter office will be there for like a few days without electricity. Things just work better, you know, in Ghana. I'm not, I'm not mad. Like I'm, I'm honestly not mad. I'm all, I'm all about the whole, yeah, we are Africa. I'm trying to be, um, what's this thing? Not a neo, what's this? Um, Pan-African? Pan-Africanism. Okay. I'm trying to well, practice. Like one Africa. Yeah, like one Africa, especially like West Africa. I'm just, you know, I try to carry farms the whole piece. It's convenient <laughs> for me to farm the pea now. Because I do before, I used to yap, like, oh, Ghana, like, why do they talk like that? I mean, you know, do you know the funny thing is that, like, the way that people take the piss out of Ghanaian accents is that they're actually pronouncing the words properly. That's how they, you're meant to pronounce most of those words that, like, people are like, oh, why are you talking funny? But, I'm actually, yeah. so Nigerians actually, uh, yeah. Come for Ghanaians because of their accents? They do now. Like, I've never because, heard. Ah, they do. They do. They do. Oh, the way you talk. Oh, why are you talking like? Um, oh, their water is. You know. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So people used to take the piss out of that, and it was just because they were speaking, pronouncing the words properly. Right. And us, we were just conditioned to say the water. You know. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways, I think it's a good shout that they set up shop in Ghana. Um, Ghana is just easy. They are much. They are easy going. Have you been to Ghana before? I've actually not been. I no, actually Ghana would like to go. Ghana is Ghana. mad. I've been in December. I've been twice. Yeah, I've been twice. Oh no, no, oh, no, 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 no. in December. Uh, pre December, like November. I went in November. Oh, okay. I went for a wedding though, but it is it is mad and like it's just soft. When I'm it's there, peaceful. it's like it's very Ghana, peaceful. Ghana's PR is like this. You know, their Nigeria's PR, PR yeah, is like this. Yeah, Honestly, like this year, last mm. year, not this year, last year really like fucked up. Every good PR in Nigeria has it like it fucked up every good PR in Nigeria. The has. one that's still remaining. If I look at somebody like gassing Nigeria up, I just feel like that person's an enemy. Like what are you doing? Like I'm not I'm not t- yeah. and if you if I know I you oh I get what you mean. I get what you mean because it's like we can all see what is going. Don't tell them like even if you're good, there's no way you can tell me that you can't see what is going on. When you go out to Lekki, for instance, on the road, all those bo- I'm like it's all in our faces. faces. And this thing, at any time, it could pop off. And that's the thing. People don't realize this. You know, that it's like almost a ticking time bomb. I'm worried. You know, so, I'm very worried. Yeah. So, yeah, there are a lot. Yeah. There are a lot. Um, so, I think, because if you get me to that point, like that's going to be a different topic. So let me, let me, let me, let me try and be on, be on topic. Mm. So I think like, first of all, Jeff, Clap for yourself, okay? You did the damn thing. Don't come and set up shop in this wretched country. Don't do it. So I can quickly read something. Go ahead, read. Okay, so according to like NY polls. But I, you gotta read in the mic. 39.6 <laughs> Nigerians have a Twitter account. That is more than the entire population of Ghana. Kiki. According to like a statement from Twitter. The reason hold why on, hold on, hold Ghana, on. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm the best. <laughs> the reason the reason why they chose Ghana, I'm quoting now, mm-hmm. is because they describe Ghana as a champion for democracy, 
a supporter of free speech, are we not, are we not freedom embarrassed? and open internet. Are we not all embarrassed? All things that Nigerians lack, mm. if you really And all it. things that... Okay, so you know, this country, we can package, right? Yeah. So you, we can package, whether you lie, like, to get contract, whether you are, you know, fluffing up your resume, like, we can package. Assuming NSAR didn't happen, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they put Twitter in, uh, in Nigeria. Nigeria. Sure. That one month... Open our niche, bro. Freedom. What did you say? You said, you yeah, said democracy, did, did, right? Yeah, uh, as a champion for democracy. Well, Bari yeah. has made this place look like a military it's regime. It's free speech. We don't have free speech, as we can online see. Online freedom. We don't have online freedom. <sighs> so in one month, in one month, the, the events that happened in that October, like if October 2020 did not happen, yeah. and if October 20. 2020 didn't happen mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Twitter like we would have packaged ourselves enough to be like hasn't yeah, Jack I think Jack or was it or was yeah, it, it was uh, Mark okay that came to Nigeria yeah, and was Mark, like yeah. oh I love Nigeria I love Did You Love Fry da, da, da. then you know um, is it um, Obi a question who, who is the person that it, is on the Twitter it, board uh, I don't know Nigerian it's a Nigerian woman yeah. I don't know wow I feel so bad that I don't remember this woman's name. But there's like a Nigerian that was Go apparently boom. on a, the, the director's board or something of Twitter. Yeah. Then, you know, we have so many, um, you know, verified, you know, Nigerians that live in Nigeria that are, have verified accounts. Yeah. We see all these like positives. And just because our government is that wicked and that wretched, a huge opportunity for us. Is it Okonjo-Ewela? It might be her. Was like, she on the board? Somebody, somebody, there's a woman that is, like, who was given a board position at Twitter. Well, yeah. okay. well, I don't know if she's still with it now that she's, you know, she's with the yeah. world trade. Yeah, that was in 2018, so. Right. Yeah, so, be. imagine, like, we had the opportunity to have this big W on our, on our backs. Yeah. Like, even though, you know, there's no light, there's bad road, the data to even use the Twitter is expensive. Yeah. We could have just packaged, 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 before, you know, Jack would come and build building, or come and rent <laughs> one building in Nikoi. Or VI. Probably, we, probably maybe maybe have an office Twitter, in you said? And we push into Twitter. And be, you know, maybe we could be going pulling up to the Twitter offices in landmark in landmark in Oniru or, yeah. or something like that. That one that one month spoiled everything. And he saw that he saw he's the he one that freaking happen, yeah. approved the, the NSARS uh, hashtag. Yeah. Even the, um, the icon, the icon. So we should we should definitely be disgraced and embarrassed that those are the reasons why they stated why Twitter's in Ghana and not Nigeria. Because they, they can prove, like if someone said, oh, if Nigerians, you know, the Nigerians that love to be, uh, um, they love to be disingenuous and be like, oh, Nigeria is still great. We still have hope for Nigeria. Imagine if someone read that article and one of those blind Nigerians were like, oh, that's a lie. They can be like, well, no, it's not a lie because we have evidence on our mm-hmm. platform of how you don't support any of these things mm-hmm. that made us move to Ghana. So we should just be ashamed of ourselves. That's, that's all I will say. And I really, I, I won't be surprised if a large number of Nigerians actually end up working in the Ghanaian office. No, man, no. Yeah. They'll relocate no, all of them. Yeah. You making, they're probably going to pay them good, a good, good salary. What? Yeah. Dollars. Not here. You come and be safe. Oh, <laughs> the salary for someone in your position is 80K. No, you go get good salary. Yeah. You can Jump go be be, in, be doing yeah. the la- be using your laptop exactly. on the beach. Yeah, easy life, easy life. Yeah, oh, it's Nigeria just hard. You wake up and just yes, yeah. This thing, <laughs> um, I don't like. I literally, I don't like talking about this <laughs> thing because you know, I try to, I try to think of from the different and it's 
it's just really tough. You know, we it's it's tough. It's tough to see, you know, the um silver lining. The silver lining, yeah. You know, so you just have to, my dear, you just have to keep doing your own, uh, form your own. <laughs> if you can even, you know, start your own Twitter to move to Ghana to. I start your office if you can. Um, you know, we will we will support you with open out. arms. No, but the game is is just is is tight. It's it's tight. You know, it's a deep rooted problem that. Tosan, is it tight? We're not even competing. Nigeria's no, not I mean even like competing. what I mean by it's tight is that like the country, like the situation. Oh, okay, here facts, is, facts, 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 it's, yeah, you, it's facts. It's very dire. You know, it's very dire, and I don't know. I don't. I'm just. I guess for me. I, I just thank God every day that I, I can wake up and I have clothes to wear mm. and I can, you know, do something. I can go out and go and... Breakfast. breakfast. And I can eat breakfast and I can, you know, just try and almost live a semi-normal... It's not normal. I don't live a normal... Like, you can't say you live a normal... Nobody lives <laughs> a normal life here. So I can say the best I can do is the semi-normal, you know, life here. So it's... I don't know, Sha. We move. We move. We'll keep that praying. we move. That we move is a <laughs> is a trauma response. Yeah, it, it is. It is. The minister of information and culture, Lai Mohammed, actually came out to say that the reason why Ghana um, Jack chose Ghana is because of um, Nigerians are not patriotic. Wow. Well, I'm definitely not. <laughs> Please, I'm, I, I'm definitely no not comment. patriotic. But I don't think that's why Jack wouldn't come and set up Twitter. Like, no comments. Like his, his, his argument is that like Nigerians constantly bash their government. Like we don't show oneness and one people. That sort of thing. Uh, that's that's no. what we're saying. Uh, no. Mr. Muhammad, they didn't set up Twitter because of y'all. <laughs> it has nothing to do. With, it's because of y'all. Y'all did that. So thank you for letting us carry this L that we're gonna have to carry with shame. Mm. Um. Hopefully, you know, there's no hopefully. I'm not saying hopefully anymore. I'm not doing yeah. that. It's too. It's disingenuous. Oh, hopefully we did yeah. last lies. Da, yeah. da, da. No, it's not. That's 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 a lie. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Without further ado, uh, next, next fan. Next. Okay, I think it's on. It's, think it's on me. Okay. Just just finish from my justness. Okay. Um, Whiskey releases the Essence video featuring Thames. Ooh. Um, some milestones is that on the first day it hit a million views. <clears throat> Mad. And as of today, according to our amazing producer Io, um, it's sitting at 2.3 million views on YouTube. Giggy. Mad. Do we expect anything less? Whiskey doing whiskey things. Do we expect anything less? Have you guys seen the video? Yeah, I've yeah. seen it once. I've seen, seen it once. once. I've seen, I've seen it once. You've seen a couple. What do you think? Of the video. Honestly. I love the video except the ending where they were both wearing like white. White. Okay. I hate that part so much. Okay. Um, I think the video was clean. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of concept, I mean, it's it's Wizkid is Thames. Like yeah. they're very attractive Easy. people. Yeah. They're blown people. But for whatever reason, like the video did not excite me as much as I thought it was going to. Yeah. I think Ginger excited me more than than okay than, than essence. essence yeah. Uh, so I why'd you ask us that question no, because, okay yeah, it's a leading, this is a no judgment zone <laughs> leading question I, I like yeah the visuals were clean the cut was mad dope everything costume dope but like I just didn't see the chemistry I think for me I was looking for chemistry you know that that scene that you're talking about that they were performing 
On the roof, on the roof back, and forth. back and forth. I would have just, I didn't, not like they should be grinding or holding each other or anything, <laughs> but like, because I just, is not, I don't, you know, I, I know, is not going to do that. I, of course, okay. and I, and I, you know, that's I, even, I think that's part of her brand. That's part, I, I, I love it, but like, I just wanted them, it just seemed that like, it just, just seemed that they didn't know each other. It's like I just wanted to, them to be like, oh, you know, what God, even chop knuckle as, as social <laughs> distancing. Wanted to chop knuckle on top of essence. I just, honestly, I just wanted. Time is of the essence. Chop my knuckle. I, I can't see. It. I, yeah, I no, 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 not chop my knuckle. But like, I just there wasn't chemistry. I just want. Yeah, I just didn't. For me, I didn't see. The you know, the chemistry, the chemistry. I have a question. Yeah. Can you give me? A, can you give me? Can you give me an, an example, example of a video? Where two people were having chemistry. Yeah, I, I have work. one, but I um, want you to give one. Um, what's that? Um, is that what? What did soldier, soldier, Winston, soldier, um, Simi, Simi and Fowl. Fowls, yeah. Do you know till now I've never watched that video. Oh, wow. Please leave this place. Wow. It's a good video. I would leave, but Why it's my pod. Yeah, yeah, sorry. It's a good. That's it. That's yeah, a good that's video a good as well. One, yeah. It was long. Um, okay. Bonan boy on the low. I think that's one where the girl was dancing. Yeah, but oh, yeah. an artist, not not a oh, not a vic, oh, not a model that knows how to, to do that. Mm, do that. Yeah. I have one. Which one? Which one? Um, Vector featuring Good Girl LA. There's a video for that. There's a video. I haven't seen the video. When I tell you, what the song? Can when I tell you, mm. what Good Girl <laughs> Good Girl LA knew the assignments. Okay, <laughs> she knew the assignment. I thought like if you would have left me, I would think they're dating. Gigi. <laughs> I've never. I have. Yeah. Cuckoo never seen that much fluidity, like that much sensuality. Yeah. Good girl, LA eight. But she sabi the work. That role, she I, did, the work, yeah. I didn't. I didn't know. Nah, nah. So going back to the Thames and Whiskey, right? Like yeah. I said, I don't know. I think your critique is valid because mm. that's your critique, right? Mm. And that's your perception, and that's your view. Yeah. Um. Like I said, that's Thames' is, Like, I can't imagine. I don't, mm. I don't, we don't know their personal relationship. Yeah. So, we don't know if they yeah. besties. We don't know if they don't talk. I don't, yeah. we don't know. No, but, I mean, we saw like BTS videos and it looks like they're even having more fun in the mm. BTS, BTS videos. I haven't seen that one self date. That one self date. We I've don't know if they were that. even, you know, maybe they were even overthinking, like, man, if we get too close and the viewer sees it, they'll come and start uh, lying. But then, uh, they'll come and start speculating, but then again, mm. Thames has consistent. Every time Thems yeah. does something, she trends. Whiskey trends three sixty five days. I don't <laughs> even know why Whiskey. Whiskey literally, he won't drop music for three years, and in yeah. the three years he trended, he's trended every day. If you check the trends yeah. on Nigeria, so yeah. I don't think they care about speculation. Yeah. So I don't really know what could have been the the reason. Maybe it was it was it was shot really quickly or something like. But I, regardless, Sha, regardless, so I would watch me. I would sit down and watch. It's a sweet Odun. You understand? Very the, sweet. The song is fire. Sweet video. The video. Yeah. I think. I think Whiskey has found a visual, a music video brand yeah, because yeah, there's this aesthetic of just, yeah. just I'm chilling. cool, yeah. I'm swaggy. Ooh, yeah. Africa's there's it. no stress. There's yeah. no. That's how. Ever since uh no stress has yeah. dropped, it's looked like that's how it's been consistently. So maybe that might be the visual no brand stress. of all the videos. I don't know how many other videos he's gonna drop for Made in Lagos, but like mm-hmm. I think all of them are gonna follow that. That format. What, what music video would you like to see the most? True love. True love. Mm. I need to see. I need to see Teiwar like performing hey. that thing. Uh, I think that's like that's probably like my favorite song on the project. That's yeah, um, my favorite song. So. Essence. Essence is like my least favorite song. Essence. Like, Essence like, creeped like, up and grew up people. Man, that's my least uh, favorite song. That song is blow. I don't even know. I don't. I think when they dropped the album, I don't even. I don't even think. They thought Essence uh, was going to do that, uh, what it was going to do. No, it's, it's, doing, like, it's doing a lot better outside of like Nigeria. Uh, 
Like that particular song See, essence. Don't get me started. Don't 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 get me started. Did they shoot? Did they even shoot it in Nigeria? Nigeria. Like, they shot in Ghana. Ghana, it looks. Ah, there you go. You see, there, you see, in Ghana, in Ghana. <laughs> essence in Ghana, Risky, everything Risky, in Ghana. Risky, Risky, Ghana, Ghana <laughs> it's always in Ghana. That's why I don't care about that critique about like, oh, like how you said the song isn't doing well in Nigeria. Yeah. Nigeria is a source of freaking nothing blooms here. No, like nothing I'm grows not and harvests. Like I prefer my song if it was doing well outside because it is more streaming income. Yeah. Because Nigerians are only streaming music like that. They like to download. We like to download. download. <laughs> Free. What's your download? You don't want to download it by Bluetooth. <laughs> Sorry, I'm speaking your about. Sorry, guys. Just translate. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Any, you can say anything you want. Just I'll translate. I'm trying. I'm trying. This know. chemistry thing reminds me of um, um, Burna Boy and Georgia Smith. Okay. Um, was, I think it was Gun Body. Mm-hmm. Chemistry too was so off. I was like, nah. Like, well, at least the mm-hmm. London was behind the scene. Lord, don't Burna Boy, I'll kill you. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I was like, <laughs> don't kill me. Yeah. Um, no, nah, but congrats to them. Whether there's chemistry or not, they yeah, still pushing on it. They chopping yeah, yeah, life. What you mean? Yeah, chopping your views or non-stop. Uh, no, 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 don't worry, somebody before the before twenty twenty one runs out to some somebody somebody will give you chemistry. I don't uh, know who, but some, no, somebody no. will give you chemistry. Well, how many times the thing is that it's because usually nowadays, if I've even I don't know how many music videos actually, you know, if I pay attention to mm-hmm. music videos Sparks as your interest. you know as much, you know. So for me, it was just a thing that okay, this video is out. Oh, sorry, the video is out and. I literally waited for like a few days. That's how me I am. I don't watch it when Same. everybody looks like, nah, Same. I can't. So it took my time. And even, uh, I don't think I've seen um, Rema's Bounce. Bounce. I haven't, I haven't seen, seen it. You know, I've, seen I've seen it that it's there. I can click, click. but Facts. I'm just not ready. I haven't been ready to. Wow, I feel yeah. seen. I I do that as well, yeah. and I thought like, oh, maybe I'm just you know trying to form anti. I'm like, no, nah. I just, I don't want to be influenced by you know yeah. people's opinions. Yeah. So I intentionally wait. Mm-hmm. But um, hey, essence is moving. Congrats yeah. to both of them. Congrats to Thames. Um, mm-hmm. congrats. Thanks. Shout out to Whiskey for even deciding to partner with the people that he partnered with on his on his album. Yeah. Yeah. It was very intentional. About very, it. very, very intentional. dope. I loved like, every single feature. And that's rare for very, me. Very you guys, at Thames, yeah. uh, sorry, by the way, at Thames, like, I know that this year, Bamba clapping off Rascla shake up the whole place. Nothing mash up the whole thing. So, I think for me, I'm I'm just very excited. And mm-hmm. for Thames, I re, I I re the way me I, I I categorize her. I don't categorize her as oh as she was um one of when I say one of us, I'll say like not the auteur, but like you know what I mean. I know that, what you mean, but please that, like, educate educate she, the listeners that she you know I, okay. I, I feel that she came from. You're treading very be very I'm intentional very, what you about to say. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. I'm very um. I just okay, I just feel that like I relate to her story uh, and it's just nice to see someone that I guess let me not let me say comes from a similar background let me that's the safest way that I can you know I Am can I allowed to ask you what the background is uh Ajabota let's call it Ajabota or Te Ajabota um yeah, I'm so trying to be ooh, very. I'm, I'm trying to, to be politically correct. Yeah, I'm trying to be politically I correct. You, I know you are. Let you me know, not. Let's, let's, let's not. Let's you not help get in trouble. Me, you help me say what I'm. I'm trying to say. You, what you think? No, I'm but trying the angle. To say. The angle I was going to come from is that. Yeah. So it's, bro. There's always this tussle about is somebody alter? Is someone not, not yeah, alter? Yeah. Is someone alter? Is not alter? Yeah. The reason why I'm not going to go that Ajibota route or yeah. Ajibor route yeah. is because 
like I've never claimed that. Like when I first, first of all, I didn't know what Alter was. Yeah. I I came, I moved to Nigeria, and then it's like the scene adopted me into it yeah. because I loved what it stood for. I was just not carrying it on my head. Yeah. Um, but all these like things like oh, you know, all the people have money. I'm like, I don't know what y'all talking about. I don't have money. My no. family don't own nothing. Whatever. But that's one of the critiques <laughs> yeah. that people that don't know about the movement like that yeah. have. It's like a bunch of rich kids that feel entitled that do. They just they just have this negative. Yeah. perception about the movement and I came I was confused like why are y'all angry like this like I don't none of those boxes I don't tick off any of those boxes yet I'm in the movement so I tried for the longest time to use my platforms to like demystify like these I'm negative stigmas proper. right yeah. so the angle I want to attack it from yeah. is the concept of people claim like claiming or not claiming the movement because they feel like it will box put them in a box, in a box right. and that thing used to confuse me because I'm like I will go back like, the few times I visited the U.S. since yeah. I moved back, I will, like, do interviews or people will talk to me and they'll be like, yo, this Altair movie in Nigeria, I yeah. love it. Oh, my God. This is what I've been waiting for. This is what I've been yeah. waiting for. Meanwhile, you're living in Lagos and people are like, God forbid, don't call me that. Yeah. Ew, I can't be that. Yeah. Ew, I yeah. don't want to be Altair. And it's like, do you know how they're viewing this movement outside? But because <sighs> we are being stigmatized and whatever, for whatever reason... You know, you people know don't I call themselves so? that. Huh? Do you know I think people why they stigmatize Alte why? people? Why? Because people who stigmatize them want to be them, but they're scared to. That's good too. Well, maybe you're saying something so real that the light now off. Them, themselves in yeah. that way. Like, people want to be fashion forward because yeah. a lot of people relate um, Alte people with being fashion forward and yeah. stuff. People want to be fashion forward. You want to but dress they can't. differently. But yeah, you can't because you are scared and, or you yeah. feel insecure. So your next you point to, is yeah. just to. I, that's that is it, bro. That is it. Yeah, like, I'm scared. I don't. I don't feel like that's everybody, but I. I believe that. that I believe like, there's a group of people that think like that. Like people are scared of what they don't understand. See, so let like, me tell you. Yes, just... Apart from even that, this whole thing, eh, just we we always come back to this discussion. Like the thing is that the custodians of this whole the hotel thing, it's uh, <laughs> like the yeah the people that I guess the four others that was the people that are meant to um or that have. Champions. Championed it, you know, are relating to people are relating to those people. So it's almost a thing of, I, when fact, you say let, me, that let people... me free it. Let me free it. Because, <laughs> let me help <laughs> let me you. Free it. I, how many minutes? They've mashed up the thing. They've uh, mashed up the thing for five. us. Five? Okay. You know, I feel. So like, like, if one day I, I want to bring you back on here. Yeah. And I, we're going to, that, that's just going to be the whole topic for the whole time. Okay. Okay. That. What I want to say is that, yeah. Like I said, the people that originated the movement, yeah. right? For whatever reason, for whatever reason, there's stigma attached to them. Yeah. And I've, I've been, I've, I've, I can say this one publicly. I don't feel like the movement has done a decent enough job articulating what the movement is to yes. the masses. Yeah. I say that when the last podcast I was on, I was a co-host on, there were people like, I would talk about Altair on the podcast and then yeah. I'll hear, like, I'll meet people that say, what is that? Yeah. And at first it used to be like, what do you mean? What is that? Like, don't you yeah. know what that is? And then I realized that we were really operating in a, in a bubble. Yeah. Now, whether bubble. that is by choice or maybe because people just weren't seeing their blind spots that, okay, this thing we're growing in order for it to grow in the country that it's in, yeah. we need you to need educate to, people. Yeah. Right. We need to actually do, we Integrate. need to do grassroots yeah. education. Every time someone asks me, I'm like, yo, let's go out and let's go to these areas and let's do activations there. Let's invite you know, the tastemakers of, of mainstream Nigeria, the yeah. mass Nigeria that we mm-hmm. don't, you know, normally come in contact with. Let's invite them yeah. and let's see how we can relate with them. It never, it, it, not, it never happened. So 
One, you'll say that the people that are the forerunner, the forerunners of the movement, mm-hmm. because there's already a perception attached to them, people mm-hmm. just say because these uh, top guys are like this, that means yeah. everyone else is like this, and that's not fair. That's not fair. The game, like, there's so many different facets of people that are in like in, encompassing this movement, and it's mm-hmm. not fair to just say because the, the the top ones that you see are like a, and then everyone else is like a. Not to say that those top ones are bad or like negative, but it's like there's so many different types of us mm-hmm. that are in you know this movement. Yeah. So. For whatever reason, there's a disconnect and there's a disjointedness. I remember when, when uh, Clubhouse was first popping, right? Mm-hmm. Every day, I'll be in Clubhouse and I'll be talking about all ten movement, and I'll be trying to explain to, I'll be trying to explain to people, especially people in the diaspora, uh, in the diaspora, like you know, the difference between how they perceive it over there mm-hmm. and how it's actually being operated yeah. in in Nigeria. It's very mm-hmm. different. Oh my God, you know, Santi, oh my God, Odusi, oh my God, Lady Dolly, oh my God, this, oh my God, that. Mm. But then we have to think about it. Some of these artists, I'm not talking about the ones that I mentioned. Yeah. There's a lot of artists that like, <clears throat> they don't even want to be called that. Yeah. And you'd be like, bro, it's not, it's not, why is this negative? This is not negative. Yeah. This thing can literally be a movement that you carry abroad and people say, like, first of all, we're, Nigeria is a country that has that is still to now still conservative as heck, yeah, still true. judgmental as heck, still freaking archaic and barbaric as heck. So when they see yeah. this small set of people dressing different, making different type of visuals, singing different, yeah. to them it's like, oh my god, this is a this is a movement that has broken and has that is defying and fighting against the confines of what traditional Nigeria is, mm-hmm. the Nigeria that our parents told us about, the Nigeria that everyone told us about. So. To them, it's gonna feel like some type of breakthrough, disruptive, innovative mm-hmm. movement. Mm-hmm. Here, we're here shaking because we don't want someone to call us Alte because then they won't allow us to perform at certain places. Yeah. They won't, they won't, they won't play us on TV. They won't do this. Yeah. Now the movement has become watered <clears throat> down in, in the sense that like the same gatekeeping everyone was complaining about. There's no gatekeeper again. Like yeah, anybody yeah. can call themselves Alte. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, are you sure you that? Because like <laughs> you know, it's not just by dressing. Like it's also about like how you move. It's about how, how you think. It's about how you. It's yeah. a lifestyle. Right. But because these things have not been articulated well enough, there's no, you know, definitive concrete rule book or like Alte Bible that people can go mm. and read and be like, this is the mm. origins. This is what it means. This is how it is type of thing. So Bible. that's, that's what I'm going to say. That. Don't do that on this podcast. <laughs> but in terms of Thames, right? Thames is someone who I don't know if she's ever, you know, coined the term Alte onto her persona. I, I, mm. I haven't seen if she said it forgive me no. i don't know if i've seen her no, you know attach herself to that many people attach her to that movement yeah um but it's interesting because like you said she's somebody from our set is mm. it time up or one minute one minute it's mm. from our set well from this millennial uh, disruptive yes. new gen set Bam. That's that is it. flourishing <laughs> that give is, me this knuckle. come on bro this is what i was looking for <laughs> time is of the <laughs> essence <laughs> <laughs> and because time is of the essence, toast on next fan. Oh, oh wow, that was smooth. I said, I said we work together. What you mean? How, how we gonna host? How we gonna host? Should we, there was a time we hosted Giddy Fest. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh my god. It was supposed to be Spanky, Yo. and then something happened. I don't He's know. That Spanky's we was now, leg. Yeah, shout Spanky out Spanky. Fest. Oh my days. I went the one year that I hosted. It was it was interesting. That's when I knew that I do not want to host mainstream events ever again. <laughs> I don't have the range. That's this guy here has the range. I don't have the range. You know that day, can I give you quick? Give us before? Just, give so us that just. day, I hosted the the, the small new gen, the, the new gen yeah. stage, and um, I was like, man, I really want to be on the big stage. Like I've done this. I did it last year. Mm-hmm. You know, like come on, let me graduate. And I was just by the stage, the big stage, and 
Spanky literally was just he was dancing. I don't know if that one is act of God or twisted or, his ankle. Yeah. That was crazy. And I was just like Can I swear? Come on. This one has been Fuck. swearing. Come on. I was like, yay, bombo clock this guy, like, are you okay? But the show must go on at the end of this. So I was just watching, I was like, then he just told me, man, bro, my uncle is is gone. I was like, don't worry, I got you. And that was my ginger. Do you feel like my, that event was pivotal to your hosting career now? Um Yes. Okay. Yes, 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 it was. Because it was I think that was the first time. No. Whiskey so Whiskey performed that, mm-hmm. that so day. So so my sorry. Thank you. Um Whiskey performed that day. So uh yeah, it was definitely a big one. But I, it was giddy fest, you know. Mm-hmm. The lineup was quite big. Um um yeah, it was a big one for me and the, right. the crowd, the audience. It was I I remember the picture I have from from that day. Mm-hmm. And I just look back and I'm like, wow, you, you were yearning, you were vibing with these people. This, And I was like, okay, you're good. That's when I knew that. I was like, okay. Oh, yeah, like me. Like, I was there thinking, oh, I did Native Land. <laughs> what, what more is nah. Giddy Never again. Your style is Never different. Again. It's ve- see, many are called fewer chosen. And there's actually a difference between an MC, a host, and a hype man. I'm not a hype man. I, that's what I learned that day, that I'm not Fair. a hype man. I'm not, I can't yell. Fair. I need to be able to talk, yeah. you know, be able to, you know, talk swaggy with the audience, yeah. you know, vibe with the person that's coming on stage, mm-hmm. announce them, let mm-hmm. them perform, transition to the next person. I can't yeah. be yelling like uh, the Spankies and the Tosan. Do you know the thing? No. The thing is that the Nigerian, like, you have to, it depends on your crowd, I guess. So the crowd, Nigeria, the proper, like, had like Niger crowd is mm-hmm. they're not patient. So uh, that opportunity for you to yarn is very is very limited. They just you, want you to be shouting and 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 and, and angry. It's not even I mean apart from even the shouting, it's not even it's just like you have yeah, to have the, you know, the lamba. You have to have the, like, like no, have I can't be doing that. I cannot be doing that. No, the lamba because no. the streets. There's a I certain thing. I can't even that. You want me to be doing my baby now? <laughs> no, I can't. Do you know that if you said or if you even said my baby, I mean, and even and it sounded weird, mm-hmm. like they would love it. Honestly, it's a thing that like you are. It's a thing of oh, you are, you are almost you are making you are trying. Do you know that there are some events I, I I haven't been to. There are some Nigerian universities that like if you go there and you are performing, even as a big artist, you have to go. You have to hail them first. You have to prostrate and greet them. I think it's. I don't remember what university it was, but if you don't do that. Or be a like they didn't burn you out. They will stone you. Like so, it's a thing that you have to. You have Nigerians like we like humility. Do you understand? We like this. We want to f- just even if even if I know that Jay Z the rap pass me die. I want Jay Z to just uh, bro. You that's okay. so bad. Yeah, I'm so, so oh, anyway. it's a mentality thing. Like you just need to understand. Ah, my dear, so like, you have to understand your. Your See, many are called, me. only few still hosts. My dear, let's move on to the next fan. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Celebrities replying negative comments and ignoring positive comments. Since hmm. that fan is still in the, in the pile, <laughs> uh, you can give us the context. Okay, so basically, um, have you ever, like, 
a story that comes to mind is Davido. Okay. So this guy um, messages like DMs Davido and he's yeah. like insulting him like a bastard and all these things. Mm. And Davido replies him too, insulting him. Mm. Then the guy goes, I'm actually like your biggest fan. I just wanted to get your attention. Oh, wow. And it worked. <laughs> like if you go on Insta blog, most of the um, um, celebrities replying to their fans yeah. is insults. Mm. It's negative comments. Mm. If I say, oh, you're so nice, you're so good, yeah. they will not reply. But if mm. I say you're a bastard, mm. you're a fucking cunt, mm. they will reply. Mm. Why? Why? Is it like they get... You want to go first or should I go first? That... Please, yeah, yeah, the celeb, go first. <laughs> Don't do that. Okay. <laughs> so I think it's this assumption, which is very wild for you to assume this, is that like everybody should just love you because mm. you're blown. Yeah. So anyone that doesn't love you, they're crazy. How mm. how dare you not come and worship the ground that I walk on? How dare you not love me? Mm. Right? Because, you know, so, and it, it may not just be like a celebrity thing. It could just be a human thing. But maybe it's heightened when you're a celebrity and yeah. you have like millions of followers and you get hundreds and thousands of likes on posts. The one negative one will stick out more than the love that you're seeing. Yeah. Right. I think it's just this assumption that is like, how dare you think you can come and, and put something on my own page, page or come and be putting something on my, on my, on my own platform. Mm-hmm. I think that's where I would like to start the conversation because in my mind, it's like, but as a human being, you know that not everyone will love, love you. you. Now, the difference is that if you're a regular nobody, how many times, ta- like, what's the likelihood that someone will go out their way to tell you they don't like you yeah. or to tell you that you're ugly <clears throat> or to tell you you can't dress or <clears throat> to tell you you know so I'd be sing? Like, <clears throat> what's the likelihood someone will go out of their way when there's not going to probably be any engagements? There's <clears throat> no, it's not going to, it's not going to take anything from their body. It's not going to do anything. Versus when you are a superstar. <clears throat> and just like he said, we love humility. Everyone is hailing this video. Can this video even sing like that? Everyone is doing this. <laughs> Cuppy is doing this. Can she even DJ like that? Like, it's 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 almost like you're sticking out like a sore thumb. Like, why why yeah. do you why do you choose to not follow the norm? Mm. Everyone is loving me. Why do you choose to do the opposite yeah. type of thing? I think that's where my mind is going to. I feel feel free to challenge me because I'm very open to you know opposing yeah. views on this. But I really think it's a thing of like people just expecting to just be loved because we live in a country where. If you're blown or if you have money, it's like you're, you're, you're loved. Not, you're not, people should not take what I'm saying technically. It's not that every, everybody's going to have people that don't like them or don't like the work they put out. But it is this thing about like class and status and being rich. Like nobody will come and step to you because of fear or because of inferiority Mm. or something like that. That, That's, that's my two cents. Mm. Well, man, bro, honestly, I, I don't. I don't know, but it's just annoying. You know, it's just like, it's just annoying because I know a lot of times I, I think that, yeah, you want to get a reaction from me, but like, do you have to go that route? Even if sometimes, even if they know, like a celebrity knows that you're trying to do this for clout or whatever, I could just be having a really bad day day that day. And I'm like, facts. Nah, guy. it's like nah. I can't take you. One. Nah, and me, I know that for a fact because you know I am a celebrity, or whatever. You know I can't load you, but I will load you on the comments. Like you feel my energy. It's, I guess a release as well. I, it's it's annoying. Shy. Stop abusing people on on 
online on their social but see media. The, but so see, the, see, see the angle of the question. Yeah. It's not even a stop abusing people online. Why do celebrities yeah. go out of their way? Mm. You have 5,000 comments. Mm. 4,993 of them are positive. Mm. You didn't con- you didn't like those comments. You didn't tell those people thank you. Yeah. You didn't say oh boss now you like you didn't uh, you didn't acknowledge those. Co- it's the seven comments that were negative that you go out of your way to say oh yeah bring my phone. Maybe you have three phones. Oh yeah, you tell the PA. Oh yeah, bring my phone. Controversy. And you go and press the first negative and go and reply mm. or screenshots go and put on your story that look at this person says this is whatever. What is the why? Why is it like that? And I that's why I say it, I think it comes down to it being a human thing. Mm, yeah. Like you just expect. Especially maybe if you think you're a good person or you think like you're this, you're that. You just expect mm-hmm. that what you see is love. Even like everything that will come to you is love. Even when you understand that not everybody in this world likes you. Yeah, true. Do you know the so, thing? The flip, the flip thing is that like, I think everybody's in on this beat to the artist to get controversy. Controversy sells. Yeah, like maybe, controversy yeah. is the one, like people remember or people talk about Man, Jess and Kenny were racking. Or, like, it's just, it just. Sorry, what does racking mean? Rack. In uh, this context. Oh, okay, sorry, okay, okay. And, uh, like beef, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, oh, you have beef with this. But it just, people would just be more interested in that. So I think it's a marketing tool for them as well. It's like, okay, yeah, this person. Yeah, I don't know. That's just what me I think. Or I I don't I try not to because I know the game, there's so many things that can show you last on last one. That means that it's not there's more to it that meets the eye. Ooh, so like you are good, you're a teacher. I don't like I don't I try not to ask too many questions mm-hmm. to hear no lies. Mm-hmm. If I see what I see, you know, okay, I take it for what I see. Facts. Know? I don't know. I well, do you have any well, I'm actually I think I agree with Actually, I agree with Tosa because I I genuinely think it's because of the um, buzz or controversy or because if I apply you negatively, Instagram will carry it and post it. That's bored. For free. It depends. But on the artist, uh, Instagram will post even anybody as long as if you you, you think it's well no, okay okay I, mean I don't anybody, use it. Like, you have yeah. to be so blown even as as. It's Don't come and insult somebody. Yeah. <laughs> no, go Please. ahead. Say to say, say, use me, use me, use me. <laughs> even, even someone like, even like a reality TV star, like, like. But reality TV stars are huge. No, maybe you didn't even get like you. You're the first person to jackpot from the competition. Okay. Like you have okay, two hundred kg. That's why. Don't <laughs> say somebody's <laughs> name that'll get you in trouble. That's what I'm going to say. Someone like Laura KG, for example, like Laura KG. Someone people reply her you. Um, comments Instagram is going to post it bro Laurie Katie is a sister to Linda Katie why wouldn't they this thing you're saying I get what you're saying but there's not even a say good example that you would say that will no, no, not put you in trouble use bro, me like, she said you should use him no, no, use me no, no, honestly even the little person like they would still repost it I don't angle if, it if it's controversial enough yeah. they'll post it but if you're not if you're an artist that ha- I, I, I find it difficult to unless it depends on like an artist that probably has like 1,000 followers on Instagram I can't imagine an Instablog reposting them unless the comment was so controversial like oh you stole my father's like it has to be a really wild like comment that the person left and then the artist decides to reply to but people like David and Whiskey they have they have FCs mm-hmm. so even if 
it's about don't want to repost you. Somebody that thing must trend be, just because of the strength of their fan bases. Yeah. And then wanting to, you know, defend their, their God or their president of or their president. fan club. So I don't know. I think it's a, it's a phenomenon that happens all over the world. You see this in, 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 in Western pop culture. Mm-hmm. Like you will see artists. Like it's an actual thing. It's, 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 it's yeah, a thing. It's a and thing. I think it's just, it's a human thing that gets heightened when you now have fame and money and, and status and your whole life is under a microscope. What at the basic that? level, <clears throat> you feel a type of, oh, sorry. At a basic level, you feel a type of way when someone talks neg- negatively about you. If you're not emotionally intelligent and you're not self-aware. People that are self-aware, they understand like, okay, not everybody likes me. It, I should not take this thing personal. This person doesn't know me like that. Right? This thing they're saying could be just based off social media. It can just be based on the version of myself I place outside. Yeah. So if they're saying something negative to that version of me, let me not take it personal. Mm. That requires a level of like self-awareness. Not everyone has that level of self-awareness to say, don't take this thing personal. Now, if they're commenting on something personal, right, that maybe is like not something that the outside world knows, that's a different story, right? Because you have to start figuring out, okay, why, does this, per- why mm-hmm. is this person saying this or for what reason? Are they trying to get a reaction out of me? But I think if you assess the nature of the comment and it's like, if you can deduce like, okay, this is a personal problem, this is a personal opinion. Mm-hmm. This can't touch me because you don't know me like that. Then we will have less and less of this feeling so triggered to be <clears throat> offended by negative comments. When you have 90% of comments raining your praises, telling you how beautiful you are, how much money you have, how fire you are, how big your music is. I don't know. But yeah. Mm-hmm. But Any final thoughts? Do you before? negative comments? Who? Me? Yeah. Do I get negative comments? Yeah. Uh, I'm not that blown. You're not blown enough so, yet. Same. Yeah. So I don't. I don't. Nah. Not really. Not I can yet. count on my one hand how many negative comments I've gotten over the span of years. I think my own is that people probably talk about me negatively in their group chats, but well, like not enough to <laughs> talk. Like not enough to say something negative page. on social media in front of other people. Me, if you talk, if you yam balls, me, I'll catch you outside. I'll <laughs> catch you outside. Me, I'll catch you outside. We outside now, baby. Have you fought outside before? No comment. Oh, he said no comment. Okay, we can we can skip that. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Okay. No. So sound, the way that sound, oh my god. All right, yeah. next fan. That's you. Ooh, I like this. Should we switch the fans? Yeah, because I think there's a reason why he doesn't want to no, read that. I was just being cheeky. He's being cheeky. Oh. Don't worry, let me let me okay, fine. So song. <laughs> I just like Wahala. Do I be? You don't know this guy. Well, you know him today. <laughs> okay. Sure. Ah. Is it is it worse than the other no, one? No, no, no. This, okay. this is mad. This okay, is mad. Cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. So my joint, my next fan says, uh, "Would you rather have a small group of friends or the more the merrier?" Uh, group of friends, friends. I be friends. Do you see how you have to be asking this question because of this where we live? Yeah, friends. I'm all well. Uh, a small group of friends that you know are writing for you, are down for you. Yeah, I think that's better than the more the merrier. But the thing is that there's a flip side. So where we are, Nige, the more the merrier is good because everything, wait, 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 before you wait, wait, before you cut me, the more the merrier is, is okay. Let me say it's okay if you can manage it because everything in this our environs is eto it connects it's who you know and me if it would just be easier for me to know the person directly 
than I have to know someone else mm-hmm. that knows that person. That's the way for me. That's the way it is. So, from, for why me. are you comparing friend? Why are you correlating friendships and connections? Uh, is because uh, that I just shows that whole thing about how everything in this country is transactional. The, like, from I think for me, I can, I've the, my experience with friendship. You know, that's why I was asking. Oh, trying to define you know the friendship gone gone because. I don't think a lot of people here experience real friendships. Most of it is just... Um, so me, I've gotten almost confused in the game. So now I'm looking for my tribe. I'm looking for currently... So you're currently in search I'm of... currently in search of like my tribe. That, okay. Vacancy is open, guys. Tosan yeah, 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 yeah. Wilson is looking for... I just is, want... Is looking for friends. For, for friends, quote-unquote. I just want like-minded, like-minded people. You understand? The thing is, I lo- lose all your my current, friends. All the friends you had before now were, have not been like mine. No, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> my friends, right now, mm, my friends and I don't, we don't current, we don't work in the same industry. Let me mm-hmm. call it that. Mm-hmm. So it's almost, it's almost a bit like we're losing, we're, we're not connecting on this. It's, I don't know. We're not it's on the same level, the same level anymore. Isn't it good to have a diversified portfolio of friendships? Yeah, it is. It is. But like when your friends now don't understand what, what it is you're doing, yeah, yeah, it's it I becomes mean, a bit stressful. They can't really give you advice because they don't really understand. Or they want exactly to hang out and you guys can't really hang out because Hold on one second. your own rocks at night. Oh, no, 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 no. Come on, I'm good. I'm good. Is the AC messing up the sound? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I like it. Are you dying with your flannel blazer on? Are you okay? Okay. Is anybody? Okay. Does anyone need the AC off? You can turn it off well, for like for like five minutes. Someone put on the timer before you, before you so fry I'm, in this place. Me, I'm a sweater, so if the AC off like this too long, my mama. We're giving see. We're giving you three minutes. Three. Yeah. You're awesome. Thank you so much, David. Okay. Yeah. Where do we hold on? Who, do we need to start from where we stop? Let's start again. What do we stop? Where do we stop? <laughs> Um, um, I okay. The diversified portfolio yeah, yeah. of friends isn't okay. a good thing. It's a good thing. Like, oh, Jess is trying to put me. You put me. See, in, I'm like, not putting nobody in no real spot. I'm just trying to be. Let's have back some back real conversation. Say, eh, my, but like, honestly, I I just feel that. <laughs> Let me, the answer to the question. Hmm? Um, less friends, less five five good friends better than a hundred mandem. Okay. <laughs> Essentially, Hello. okay. That's that is going to be the my um the summary of my my uh, my point. Okay. But I'm just saying that here mm, in mm-hmm. Niger, mm-hmm. mm, you're right with the thing of it being transactional. Right. But like I'm just saying that if I know that that's how my environment is, if I understand the way my environment works, eh, mm-hmm. if I can be friends, if I can be cool. With all the people that I'm, I guess that will make things happen. Hmm? Bas, bas, boost. Mm-hmm. I would do that. Whether that me, if if that friendship comes as, um, if that friendship um, is organic, that is even better for me. I, I hate that word organic. If that friendship, uh, if that is, if that friendship is organic, hmm, I would, me, I don't mind the word, so I'll use it. <laughs> because nothing is Just organic anymore. That's why I don't like the word. Why? Why do you think so? At everything. I mean, then again, I, I say this all the time. I still, I, I'm, I, I need healing. 
mm-hmm. from a lot of the past relationships I've had since I moved to this country. Yeah. I need extreme I need extreme healing. Like mm-hmm. hopefully when this podcast starts generating revenue, God yeah. willing, you yeah. know, I'll have, you know, small bar to go and hire a therapist because yeah. I need healing. Um everything is contrived now. Like I don't I find it rare. I'm not saying I've not met people in natural organic ways. Yeah. Uh but there's always this there's always this thing in the back of my mind like why is this person maintaining this relationship? What do they mm-hmm. want out of it? Mm-hmm. Is 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 the time going to come when they're going to come and ask me like what's the catch? Yeah. Um if you leave me, <laughs> if I had one friend, I could do everything with. Yeah. And no there's not no supposed to be no damn husband yeah. or no damn boyfriend <laughs> or you know no n- <laughs> not like a life partner, but like if I had one friend Low-key, so it was almost a level of, of a, a companion that I could do everything with. Yeah. I would be fine. I don't even, like, I, I look back on my life and all the times where I've been super social. Yeah. I think people assume that I'm a social person. I know Same. how to be social. I'm not Same. a social person. Same. I know how to do it. <sighs> it's like, if it's time to be just, just finesse, I can do it. Yeah. That's not, that's not just, a problem. Just finesse, you might just Come on, finesse. shout out YC. But like. <laughs> I can't forget that. If you leave me in my natural state, yeah. I don't like being social. I don't like meeting lots of new people. Maybe at one point in my life I did. Then mm. these experiences happen in my adult life where I'm like, I'm good. I don't want I don't want anything. So if you leave me, I'll have one friend. Now, um. that whole thing now has a negative side. Because apparently, when you have one person that you um rely on Emotional. all different aspects yeah. of friendship on and they mess up, almost like your world is crumbling. Yeah. It's like you're you have lost you've lost your head, you you're running mad type of thing. Which I had to learn in my adult life that like those type of codependent relationships are not healthy. Mm-hmm. Because one person cannot be everything for you. Your own I don't even think your own like spouse can be everything for you. And then you're now, you know, assuming or wanting all these things or feeling entitled to all these things from one person who is not someone you're knacking, who's not someone you're procreating with, who's not someone that has the same last name as you, who's not somebody who you're doing life with on a, mar- on a marriage P. Yeah. That's not, that's humanly impossible. Like that, that's not fair. So for me, like I'm not your friend now. See, that's not where we about to go. That's not where we about to go. Okay, that one's self day. I do want a cookie. I'll give you. I'll give you, oh, you want Gary? I'll give you some. Let me pour you. Let me pour you a bowl. You right. You right. You right. So imagine. Okay, imagine if you even put intimacy on top, like physical intimacy mm-hmm. on top. That's even a deeper, you know, problem. But um, I do believe that lesser friends are better than more. Yeah. I do not shun people that have a lot of friends mm. because they have reasons why they have a lot of friends then to now further break down your point about um in the beginning you were talking about how having friends and then you know it's better to know somebody directly than being mm. a middleman that's another reason why i don't like friendships especially mm. since i moved i don't like them yeah. because everything is like it is transactional mm-hmm. it is like oh the reason why i'm your friend is so that one day i'm gonna need something that i cannot yeah. call on this person mm-hmm. one day this person maybe is gonna be my friend because yeah. i'm connected to this person or i work in this company yeah. and one day something's gonna happen in my creative life or my work life or i'm gonna need to be connected to this person so yeah. people do not base friendships off of mutual affections now they base friendship off of like what's beneficial to me what if that's an extra what if can't it be both? The problem yeah, is like, never I mean, both. To, it's more it it, le- it always leans towards mm-hmm. one or the other. There's never balance. Okay. It's either I'm social, I'm I'm networking, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm gaining all these you know connections and all these relationships, so that um you know there's gonna come a time in this Nigeria where I'm gonna need to do something, and I have a friend for that. I have a friend for that. I have a friend. Mm-hmm. There's it's it's hard 
before you find someone that's like, I'm just your friend because I want to be your friend. Okay. For me, okay, you know yeah. what? That's been my experience. Yeah, that's fair. been my personal experience that someone has tried to be my friend based <clears throat> just based on the fact of like, like okay, my 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 full name is Jessica, right? But yeah. everybody calls me Jess. But like mm. Jessica, I'm your friend. Like when Jess Jess finesse is out, mm. when Jess is out, when finesse is out, when all these other personas that people put on me is out, and I'm myself like this, mm. you are still my friend. You're not mm. looking for something from me. Mm. We're 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 each other's friends because we're each other's friends for who yeah. we are, mm-hmm. as our core natural like intrinsically. Yes. Mm. So right now, I don't feel like that's possible, especially in the in the industry that we're in. Well, I think yeah. it's very hard. I have a different. Actually, I think it's quite different from your from go, your opinion. Go in ahead, Mr. Producer. That your friendship should be beneficial. Like, I don't think there's a point having a friend that is not really impacting, or you're not really benefiting from the friendship. It's like pointless and useless. So if I can make a friend that I know that. Eventually, um, we're going to be benefiting. And the thing is, someone is not going to be friends with you if they feel like they won't, they can't benefit from you as well. So, like, society is looking for a friend, for example. Hey, God. He's looking for a new. He's looking for a tribe. He's looking for a tribe, mm. like his crop, his guys, his entourage. You, you would find that anybody they are trying to be friends with, yeah, the person also sees a certain level of benefit or mm. or there has to be something that he feels that he can also gain from you. Symbiotic. Yeah, it has, it has to be there has to be a reason. Like I don't think you see somebody and just because you have good vibes, I'm your friend. No. Like I can be good vibes with anybody. So why why should I choose you to be my friend? Mm. Okay, let me know what you're and, on. like friendship doesn't exactly like I don't think you can be friends with twenty people and you have the same level of friendship with all 20 people. Of course. Facts. So like there's your inner circle, there's your outer circle, but they're still your friends. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I get you. You don't have to tell your uh, outer circle everything until your inner circle. Your inner circle can just be three people that you guys are guys from like secondary school. Right. Then your outer circle are like your... Your mandem. Your, yes, your mandem. When you guys see, it's always a fucking good time. Mm-hmm. Then there are people outside of that that are just for work. Right. So like, I don't think you should have like the same friends for everything, but I don't think having a large number of friends is really going to hurt anybody. As long as you can manage them properly. Just like Tosan said. Yeah. Before, I don't, I don't want to hug the mic. So Tosan, do you have anything in response to what he says before I go? Um, no, I think, um, you know, he's, he's a pretty spot on. Facts. And I think, I don't know if that's how I've operated. Um, you know, so I think I, I, I get it. I get what he's saying. But also, you going back to you, like, I've we've had conversations, so I I get it. Mm-hmm. Too, so, but this I'm leaning towards his um, <laughs> modus operandi. Even though now it's a, it's beginning to change a bit for me. Now mm-hmm. I'm a bit more like I just want to know my tribe. I don't. I'm tired of you know the noise. I'm tired of you know I'm um, uh, just guys, just people I I mess with. Mm-hmm. I want to my friends now you know but it's it's tough you know it's it's okay um how many minutes do we have left so i know how deep i'm getting inside okay so what you said is correct and i think you articulated it very well Mm -hmm. like i'm i'm so happy how you said it i think my thing is that 
you now have to start breaking down and start questioning, okay, what does value mean to you? And what does beneficial mean to you? Yeah. Right? So, in essence, every every relationship inherently is transactional. Whether I'm, I like you because of your face or I like you because of your personality and I want to be your friend because I want to continue engaging, interacting with that personality that makes you feel good inside or, you know, you look, you, you dress well or whatever. Every single reason why we are drawn or connected to certain people is concrete. And you can say, okay, in order for me to continue interacting with this, you know, thing about this person that I like, I have to give something in return to want them to also main, want to be in that friendship with me, right? So, like, there, when I say transactional, I'm talking about in our industry, right? And I think this, this is what, see, this, this, this bloody industry. And this industry is like, is the creative industry. So it encompasses music, art, everything, TV, film, everything. Just those of us who are trying to make it in this Lagos with one, you know, uncharted territory path that we're all on type of thing. You're also in our industry. Even though me and him have worked together, and I've known ourselves for years in a in a work sense. You that I've just met because of this, you know, podcast and, you know, my partnership with Edcorn, you are in the same industry with us. I just haven't probably interacted with you in the way I've interacted with him. I'm when I talk about transaction, I'm talking about like people are your friend based on your stage name, like based on the yeah. persona of yourself outside. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm talking about people that like will look at you and you don't know why they want to be your friend. Right? I'm talking about when we when we talk about it's okay to have friends that you want some, like that are beneficial to you. There's so many types of benefits. I'm talking about tangible benefit. I don't want people around me that constantly are just my friend for tangible benefit. They're intangible benefits as well. Can I be vulnerable with you? Yeah. Can I, you know, call you when, you know, I'm feeling down? Can I call you when one gig went went south and I need someone to cry about? Cuz like there's instances where I've done gigs and I've come back and I've been crying. I can't even tell nobody. Mm very look at you don't worry i have your number now but like i'm a, let me just be really like real for a second native land 2019 we don't have to go into detail i i left that place and i was crying i had i had a friend at the time that i had finally found a friend at the time where i can like vent to and this person is not in the industry that is my saving grace they're not in the industry they're not somebody if i call somebody's name now they're gonna be putting this gonna spread that i call somebody's name or something like that but like there's not, I don't have enough friends that you can be real with because we're in a, we're in an industry, we're in a state, we're in a city that like being real is not the norm. Yeah. You can't, you can't cry to people. Mm-hmm. You can't vent to people. If you vent to people, you're scared that you'll find your gist on Twitter or they're going to open clubhouse room about it. <sighs> so for me, when I talk about friends, you know, that aren't looking for anything transactional, I'm talking about like the intangible things. Like, yeah. can that person, like you are, you're getting robbed. Can can you call that person at twelve midnight to come out and run and come and find you on Third Mainland or wherever they're robbing you? If you're if if you know you you're you're down on money and it's mm. like you can go and talk to this person. This person is not gonna go and carry your just. Oh, yes. I give I borrowed that person hundred yeah. k. I that one is there looking like this. I doing whatever. That that so that's what I mean. So what you're saying is right. Yeah. It's not wrong to say that. Yo, if I want to be your friend, there has to be some type, of, some type of benefit that I get. But I'm talking about people that's like, I'm your friend because I want to win contracts. Mm. Or I'm your friend because you work at MTV and mm. I want to get a show on MTV or something like that. Can I? Sorry, can I? Sure, before, sure, um, um, What you just said, bro. Oh, my God. Oh, literally. Ah, <laughs> just just uh, I just, I literally just forgot it. Um, friends, friends, friends. No, go, go on first. Go on first. I okay. remember. So, I remember, you know. that's why I said about knowing 
like I mean, I know that like the people that are friends with me today just because of I am Ayolawa, like because when we go out, everybody's looking at me. So you want to be my guy because when they look at me, at the end of the day, they're looking at you. Mm-hmm. So like, I I have I know those type of friends. Mm-hmm. So I know when to call them. Like when I'm going out, and are I you need... are you okay with those people? I touch the mic. Mm-hmm. Are you okay with those people being your friends? I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. When I want to go out, and my other friends, because my other friends are like my guys, mm-hmm. where I call them when I have issues. They are not. They don't like to go out. They like to. Chill. So you have a reason for those those friends that mm-hmm. only you only are social with. Yeah, they are value to you. When we're trying to be social, in that, in like you said, you can com- you can compartmentalize your friends. Yeah, you so need to be able to comp- like, I don't know how to do that. You should because you can't you, you can't no. have mm-hmm. the same level of intimacy. Or you just don't have no friends, even if your friends are three. Like unless you guys have a group chat where okay we guys want to gist and you guys are yarning everything, but even out of those three, there's one that you're like even if you want to deny it, there's one that you're closest to. Sure. Like, you tell every single thing I don't tell the others, or you give more detail to that I don't give the others. So, Mami, you're, you're saying, you and Tosan are saying the ideal, like, you're saying the ideal, the logical thing, <laughs> but, to put your friends into different boxes because they can all not be everything. Yeah. That's something I learned in my big age, Joe. It's only recently in the last few years that I've learned this <laughs> thing. Because before I used to want to pack everything into being one friend. Yeah, I need to be same. everything for one person. That yeah. person needs to be everything for me. Me, we're not dating. Like, it's not even like you're, this is, you're not dating. You're not, you're not in a relationship or nothing. But it's just like, that like, heavy, mm. burdensome, like, soul tie type friendship. That's, mm. that's what I want. Like, I'll be like, if I have one best friend, I'm fine. But then, it's not healthy because like I said, the minute they don't do something right or I don't do something right, yeah. it's like your whole life is crumbling to hundred pieces. Yeah, yeah. But this thing you're saying, maybe because I said Lagos has messed up my brain. Maybe if I, when I first moved here, oh, I was social butterfly now. Anybody, <laughs> someone invite me somewhere, I'm there. I'm there to support. I'll mm-hmm. do work for free. I'll pull up places for free. Mm-hmm. Everybody, then before you know, they'll start saying, you're, oh, you need to be careful. Looks like you're doing runs. Why? Because you're hanging out <laughs> with different, different uh, group. Like, there was a time I used to club a lot, right? Runs. How do you runs in time? Let me tell you. Let me even just you small. So there was a time I used to like, when I first came here, I used to go out a lot, yeah. right? Because in, in America... I used to go out a lot. Like, we can go out and then on Monday, you're going to work. Like, you can go out and still have your stuff together and be a serious-minded person. So when I moved here, I was trying to, like, replicate that same lifestyle here. Like, every time I will just go out. Because, and mind you, I was serving. So I'll go out on the weekend. Monday, I'm wearing my khaki and I'm going to my PPA on public transport type thing. I'm trying to imagine you on Bro, I, and I used to wear my jelly sandals and everything. Like, it was a vibe in my Ankara backpack. So anyways... So it got to a point where somebody would told somebody to come and tell me that, oh, um, you need to mind tell her to be careful. Because you know how this is the same Nigeria that they don't want to see with too many men, right? Hanging out. But then you can't even enter some establishments as a woman by yourself. You need a man to, a man to escort you. So every time someone will invite me out, I'm like, yo, if there's a way for me to get in, if I know where I'm going to sleep on, in the, on the island, because that time I was living on the mainland, I'm down. So one week I might go to 57 with a different group of people. Yeah. The next minute I'm going to uh, quit lots with a different group of people. So people will see me with different sets of people, different set of people, and be like, "How can she be hanging out with different set of people? She must be doing something that is, you know, wayward." Ugh. And I was like, "How does that yeah. even make sense? None of your fathers put money in my account. <laughs> I didn't get no credit alert from none of y'all. So what does that mean? So from very early, people have poisoned my brain about even having." being in multiple social groups or, mm. or going multiple places with different people. Mm. Back then when I was even open to friendships, I was like, okay, anyone that wants to be my friend, I'll be open. Now, God forbid, don't come in. If I find out you want to talk to me past 
work or like something surface level, I can count probably on my 10 hands or like maybe on my eight fingers. How many <laughs> genuine like people I'm like, man, I will let you come in past the surface level of, oh, hi, I'm by. Oh, my name is Jess Finesse. Oh, I do this. I do this. Mm. Last thing I want to say. Another reason why I don't trust, you know, friendships is like somebody will first meet you. The first thing they're asking is, what do you do? They're using that, what do you do to yeah, size so you up? They're trying to gauge you, yeah. how much respect they're going to give you. Yeah. Should they infiltrate your life? Should they yeah. really be your friend or should yeah. they keep you off to the side or should they disrespect you? Like, yeah. no. Yeah. Friendships in, in this Lagos, let me not say for Nigeria because I don't live in the other, you know, Pops, states, yeah. is so calculated and yeah. so like not genuine to me yeah. i'm not saying people don't have genuine friends i'm yeah. not saying it's impossible to have genuine friends mm-hmm. but from my experience it has severely skewed and warped my mindset when it comes to meeting new people and and forming these genuine bonds with people because it's just like why are, what is a bond based on is it based on tangible things is it yeah. based on intangible things go ahead i remember yeah. so what come on Tosan, give it tangible to me. and intangible things so for me, um, I'm an only child that I know of. I've never really, <laughs> I've always, I guess, growing up, I've, I'll have my own toys because I mean, I have no other Facts. siblings. Facts. And it's not as if I had so many, but I had mine. Um, so I've grown up very independent. That in terms of the fact that like, I try my best not to ask anyone for stuff. Like, if you know me, even my friends, you know, I've I even like borrow a pen or so, yeah. and it's not even an ego thing. It's not even a thing that I just like to have be prepared, like so that I don't have to depend on anyone. Yeah. And that depending on anyone, I know it's also a thing of I hate inconveniencing people. The big facts. I hate being around and someone is like, "Why is this guy here?" Yeah. Do you understand? So for me, once a lot of people with me, you know, it, it's like oh. A lot of people in general is that once I'm your friend, I must be able to, you must be able to do things for me in terms of like tangible things. Mm -hmm. That's what I've noticed. And the thing is that I'm not like that. You know, I don't ask you for stuff. I, you know, I, I love you. That's how I am. Like, that's why people fuck with me because it's, it's like genuine for the most part, (laughs) you know, it's genuine love. So for me, once it starts becoming a tangible thing, I see that. You know, you just want to be my guy because, oh, I can get this off you or I want this. I can, do you understand? Nah, like it's for me now, it's like I chop it off. I'm very, I'm very aware of it. Mm -hmm. You know, before it was a thing that, oh, I didn't like to make people feel bad. I was, I won't say people pleaser, but like if you're around me, you, I just want you to feel good. You know, I just, that's why I started emceeing as well, because I just wanted to make people happy. I didn't want to do the normal routes that, okay, I could have gone into music, started rapping like everyone else. But I was like, I want to do something else that people will still see me and I can make people happy. And I thought about it. Nobody really wants to be an MC. But this was in 2010, 2008, when we started. I was like, nobody really wants to be the guy that brings out these people. Because it requires a level of humility do you understand? to even exactly. do that. To do that. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do that. That's how, that is how I became, that's how this MC journey, blah, 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 started. But anyways, the tangible, intangible things, that's a very big thing for me. Once I start seeing that it's, 
It's just everything. You know, there are some people that you they just always want some. They always just have a problem. But I, I don't understand. Like, but Lagos is hard though. I know. I don't care. We always have problems. I know. I know. But like, if I'm not, I, I'd rather I appreciate the intangible things. That oh, let me give you advice. And if I can do the tangible thing as your friend, I will. But don't make it a thing that it is my duty because I, you know me or we are friends that I have to do that. Nah. Thanks. That is it for me. Oh, you know, I definitely get where I you have from. to just be very careful here because a lot of people make you look like the bad person for, you know, for um, enforcing your boundaries. Someone told me something a few days ago that I, I have a lot of boundaries, but I have a problem enforcing them. And it really bust my head. It really okay, were they were they critiquing you that um, you have a lot of boundaries, but you yeah, have okay, okay, but I, yeah. But I have, you know, because I had it. God, okay, I'm opening up now. How so many, I had oh, f- hold on, this is important. How many yeah. minutes do we have? Hmm. It better be more than five. Yeah, I'll, no, I'll Go give you. No, two minutes. Just do one more fan. Okay, um, open up, open up. I'll the do, is yours. I'll do two minutes real quick. Come on. So, like, um, my birthday, I have a very good friend. Um, um, we. We're like one day apart from each other, um, birthday-wise. We've known each other since like just two and stuff. And, um, you know, the friendship is, you know, amazing friendship, you know, but there are obviously there are things that I don't like, mm-hmm. you know, that, you know, you do. And I just have probably won't have communicated because the way I am mm-hmm. is that like, I'm just like, okay, I can solve this problem. I'll, I can fix it eventually. Mm-hmm. I won't bring it up now right. because I don't want to make my friend feel that like, mm-mm. you know, so for over the years, it's, you know, and I'm sure I have kinks about me too. Of that, course, of course. I, anyway, so <laughs> something happened a few days ago and uh, we fought, we had like a falling out over it. And I felt that you were taking advantage of, the person was taking advantage of my, my um, friendship, my nature, my kind hearted nature. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, me, uh, like I drive here, so I don't mind if you don't if you can't get, find a way home, and I and I know and I'm there, I would probably help, mm-hmm. you know. But when it becomes a thing that like, you know, it's almost all the time. You're not even trying to trying to help yourself. After I've, you know, I just feel that like you're taking the piss, you know, taking advantage of me, and we we literally rocked like a few days ago on the person's birthday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was a me- It was very messy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sorry, it was very messy. And I was just, for um, that just got me to thinking, because I spoke to one of my other friends about it, that like, okay, what is it with, I'm very introspective. So I'll go back sorry, and I'll be God. like, yo, I'm like, yo, what, what have I done? What could I have done better? Differently, yep. You know, and the person just yelled me like, look, you know, me and you fought as well. But what I've noticed about you is that, like, I'm very particular. I like things, you know, but you don't enforce them. You don't communicate to your friends, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. So I guess for, the moral of all of this now is that you have to, I have, I've learned to be more intentional, mm-hmm. more um, vocal. expressive, vocal. Right. You know, even though it might come across as, oh, you are complaining too much. Even I, I don't like that. You know, I don't like the idea of people thinking that, oh, I'm just whining, oh, this is getting to me or this, but it's better than, you know, than the exactly. Yeah. So that is just the lamba. I don't like, it has to be the intangible things right. are more important for me. Right. Once I see that it's just a tangible um, thingy thingy, I run away. Yeah. 
Okay, so I know I you're gonna say we have to skip we have to move on. I just wanted to say that Tosan, like yeah, what you just did right now yeah. is literally why I started this podcast. <laughs> the fact that you just opened up about something like that. I think for me, I got very tired of like just having surface level conversations with people, yeah. especially in the industry where we all have to put up fake aids, where y'all have to like make it look like we're always okay outside. Meanwhile, yeah. our houses are burning down, our yeah. lives are crumbling. And I was like, I want a space where I can talk with people that like, I mean, if I had my way, I'll just bring people that I know. Yeah. But obviously it's going to get to a point where, you know, God willingly, like this podcast will grow. And then I have to start relating with and, and talking to people I've never met before. I don't have a relationship with. And this thing you just did right now is literally the type of conversation I want to have. <laughs> like, toast, like toast on your, your persona is you are, you know, the lovable guy, the guy yeah. that always gets the party started. You know, the right things to say. You are goofy. You're, you're, you're a comedian. You know yeah. how to make people feel good. Yeah. Who will think, not that, you know, as human beings, you don't just assume, like, we all have problems, but, like, for you to sit here and be like, despite these layers of myself that I show mm-hmm. the world, I have everyday problems, too. I have, yeah. you know, issues with my relationships as well and things of that mm-hmm. nature. So I think that's really sick that you opened up. So I appreciate you because I feel like I've unlocked what I needed this podcast <laughs> to be. So shout out to you. Yeah, um, I got you. That thing is so deep. I wish we could talk about it more because yeah. I can talk about that thing for hours. For but hours, um, Io yeah. says we have to move on. Mm-hmm. So how many fans do you have left on your side? Wow, and I have I two. No, oh, you know okay. we switched. Oh, okay, okay. No, yeah. Sorry, let's choose one. Which one? Well, I think that was Elsa, right? Yes. Elsa. What? Okay. The what? other one is what? Let's drop. I love Elsa, but let's drop her. Who's that? This is Chamanda. No, no, no. Come, what's yours? Mine is Lady Cut off her engagement immediately. Please, can we switch? Yeah. Why? We're only doing one more fan now. No, like, um, talk about Elsa. Then give him the... Why do you want to talk about Elsa? Why do you want to talk about like you want to No, I don't want to talk. I don't care about yeah, that. So let's do Elsa. So let's, okay. So Jiggy, I'm I saying. thought you said there's one more fan in the show. Now one, more, one fan more fan each. Because I thought it was done. Okay. Yeah, I thought that was his last one. Like I already read. That. You know, no. what, let's let let's let our guest. Let's just, not fight in the house. Let's let our guest. So, Shamanda <laughs> lady doesn't accept 10k ring or uh, Elsa. Who you want to talk about? Shamanda. Sorry. She said that um, women should not mask their. Wickedness as feminism. Mm-hmm. That thing's gonna need like two <laughs> hours to please, discuss. Please, please, please. Uh, be honest. So if you don't want to discuss, we don't have to. Please, allow that. Allow that. Oh, so Ayo, please hold this one for an episode. We're gonna we're gonna dissect this on another show. Okay. Wait, sorry, sorry. This engage. I know this one is very. Was it was it thing on Twitter? The engagement P. Like me, um, I can. This one I can. I'm I, I'm comfortable with this. Let's one. go. With, let's go I'm down. Comfortable with the thank you. Uh, so I these ones hold them for later. Yeah, Elsa, right. hold Elsa for later. <laughs> so lady cuts off her engagement immediately because the boyfriend proposed with a ten thousand naira ring. Mm. Mm. This marriage thing. <laughs> let me tell you. This whole marriage thing. Let me tell you. So. I'm going to I'm going to be very honest and open. Come on, that's what we need so, for. This thing, this the marriage game. Hey. <laughs> I, I like I, I think the game. Like, it's because uh, at the end of that's what me I'm it's revealing itself to be now. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, the, for my own understanding, most times the I don't think I know a man wants to marry a woman. Mm? But the pressure, the Boost tired. Now the woman will apply the pressure. If the man is wasting time, 
you know, they were, uh, they'll be dropping signals like, okay, my friends, you know, like, you know, it's it's mainly from, if you leave the guy, the guy can be coasting till you are 40 and, you know. My thing is that you are fighting, you are fighting for this ring at the end of the day. A lot of women are fighting for the ring. The, let's, can we, is that true? Or, it's or, very, to me, it's very false. Fi- but are, I know I don't, I don't, I don't represent the population. A lot of women are fighting for like, the ring, my dear. The my man, ring is already occupied. What am I, what am I the fighting man for? Finally what am I, I've married you, myself. The man okay. finally make you an honest woman. Mm? <laughs> you don't know the plan that, okay, maybe he doesn't have bad, uh, that when he gets bad, you upgrade you the ring. Why know? do you not know if you're, if you're, if the person that you're, on track to marry has money or not? So exactly. Money. So, <laughs> like if I have money and I buy you thank you ring, you collect it because I don't want to spend stupid money on. Why should because I? You the see the energy in which you said love. that you collect it. Why the is it the no, same I'm, way I'm, that you're using to ch- you're choosing yeah, to buy a ten k ring? The same way that a woman can choose not to accept the ten k ring. Why? That, no. That's the question. Like, what? Like, like <laughs> what is the reason <laughs> why you're saying the, no to the ten? Because it's ten k. From this she just, I guess because it's ten k. If you can turn, you can turn off the AC for like five minutes. I think it's because it's ten k. It's like you think that oh you don't value you don't me, value. you don't value me. That oh you think so. so. This is this is the problem when you make blanket assum- assumptions for mm. a whole population. Mm. That's when it becomes a problem, and it, this is why society like this is why like in my big age, mm. I, I just adulting sucks, bro. Like having <laughs> to think about things and like deduce things and understand yeah. the world is so exhausting. Back then, where our perception of marriage, I'm assuming all of us are at least in our 20s, whether it is early, mid, or late, right? Mature minds. You know, mature mature, ma- ma- mature, mature people in the building. <laughs> How, like, let me, correct me if I'm wrong, because I might be a hypocrite and make a blanket statement and make a yeah. blanket stereotype. Like, the way we perceive marriage, yeah. or many, like a lot of us have perceived marriage, like, mm-hmm. it's just like this, you know generally positive concept you know someone buys a diamond ring there's a big white dress there's a tuxedo okay okay i'm I'm saying that many if you don't fall in that group sorry i'm not i'm not referring i'm not referring to you so when you now grow up you have to start figuring out figuring out the intricacies like how much a ring costs um how many people you're gonna invite to your wedding how many from your the wife's side how many from the man's side all this stuff is really exhausting but these Mm -hmm. are things that have to be discussed yes once it's time to start, you know, when you are actively seeking out someone to marry, yeah. right? So this concept of like the ring, mm-hmm. that is just such a huge thing. Like for me, it's over the last like maybe four or five years that I've been seeing this thing being such a deep heated argument. Whether I was blind to it before because I was in my early 20s mm-hmm. or now it's just being talked about more commonly mm-hmm. on social media. I don't know which one it is. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm like, if you know your partner enough, or I would assume you would know your partner enough to know their likes and dislikes, their desires, their aspirations, their goals, their dreams. I, and, I'm, and I'm specifically talking to you because the way you said, if I buy 10K ring, why won't you collect it? Mm-hmm. Why, isn't it why isn't it the thought process of, before you even agree to propose to somebody, mm-hmm. you've spent enough time with that person to understand what kind of ring they want. Mm-hmm. What kind of budget they, they would ideally want for a ring? As somebody you want to marry, because you buying this ring, I think more so is for the woman more than the men, from my understanding, from yeah, what I've seen. Me too. Is that you're buying this ring to, you know, propose to the woman. The woman has to like the ring. I would assume. I would assume. Now, you've just introduced me to a section of society that's like, any ring I give you, collect it. But why should I have to do that? Because what if I cannot afford 
I'm dating. That's I'm dating a babe. Okay. I want a black diamond mm-hmm. on a ring, and I cannot afford a black diamond. Okay. Is, the, is, she, is she is she aware that you can't afford a black diamond? Of course not. That's why I didn't buy the black diamond. No, I no, 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 no. It's not to say of course. There's some people that don't know the she, financial standings of the people they're you. dating. She can't yeah. be like. She can't be like. Uh, you look. You look. Black diamond. You look <laughs> you, as you're dressed like this, you look like uh, you you can afford a black diamond. Mm. No, but that's um face value. That's face value. Like if I'm going to be in something intimate with somebody. No, don't person, say intimate. Say because anyone can be intimate with anybody. If you're gonna be in like. If you're considering to be in a life lo- yeah, like, lifelong like in a, in a partnership, partnership with somebody, with somebody. Mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I'm definitely. Person is definitely going to know about my finances. Like, do you what, know there's some people? But do you know there's some people in this Lagos? I can only speak for Lagos because that's where I live. Please don't don't shun me because I don't know what they're doing in Timbuktu and America anymore. Do you know there's some people in this Lagos that they don't know anything about the partner that they want to marry because we live in a surface level society. When you yeah. asked me about Lagos, you said Ayo. Okay, touche, touche, so, touche. Like, so you're saying you would you would tell your partner know, about your financial, about financial status? Situation. Okay, forgive me for that. First, so second. like, it doesn't make sense because I don't think the, the ring itself is not it's not the like I don't think it's the thing. Like, there's, there's someone that got married without a ring, and they even happily ever after. Hmm. Some guy on Twitter said the ring he got for his wife was sticky, and now all his family are living very comfortably in Canada. So like, why should the ring matter when the ring is just a symbol of the love? It's not exactly Then the you love. find, you, you find a partner that also does not care about rings. Mm. Don't, don't carry this mentality to attempt to propose to somebody mm. who the ring is their life. Mm. I think that's yes. where my thing is. Like, mm. we're all dating, mismatch, we're all interlocking ourselves with mismatched people that have yeah, mismatched values, true. mismatched priorities, don't have the same level of reasoning, don't have the same goals and dreams or at least similar ones or complementing ones because it's not, it's not, it's not, I mean, it's not, what's the likelihood you're going to marry someone that, that likes everything you like, yeah. but at least complement each other yeah. or compromise, yeah. right? And Tosa, I'm sorry for hogging the mic because no, I'll, no, I'll no, let no. you go. But like, think about it. Okay, you want to, uh, you, you, you meet a babe, you're dating a babe, you like the babe, you really, be, you go from like to love the babe and you find out that she wants a black diamond ring. Whether it's in passive conversation, because there's some people that just is passive conversation that you need to talk this marriage thing, and there's some people that are direct, yeah. like yo, I want to get married in two years. Yeah. I want this type of ring. You're gonna propose to me on this date. Like, there's different types of way people <laughs> get, discuss get, this get, stuff, see, that right? Why are you problem into your life? So when you're if you if you meet a babe that says she wants a black ring, and you either don't have the ginger to raise money or to make money or to save money. To eventually get that black ring to now give her, or you're like, why should I give you a black ring? The ring is not important. Are we good? Um, or the ring. What was that? Okay. Um. So if you're marrying, if if someone tells you this, right? Now your mind can go in different avenues based on your personality, based on your upbringing, based on whatever. It could be that oh, I love this babe enough. And I want to go and hustle and get this black ring. Or this ring is not that deep of an issue. Like, you should love me for me. Or is get out of here. You don't need a black ring. Any ring I give you, you will take. It's about finding the person that can compliment, compromise, love you. And you guys are a unit. Because if you're a unit, you're going to make a unit. I feel like you make unit decisions. Or not unit decisions. But you, you're supposed you know, to compliment each other. Be in sync. Be in sync. 
Yeah. Right. So it's about finding someone who also doesn't care about a ring, uh, a black diamond ring, or it's about finding someone who's like, and this is how you, you know, this by living with someone having the, no, not even living with someone. Sorry. Forgive me by having open communication. Yeah. Going back to the problem with you have with your friend is about communication. Yes. Most of our problem yeah, in this yeah, life start because of lack of communication. poor communication. Yes. True. Because you in communication, you will find out if you're dating someone that doesn't care if you give them a three ring in the beginning, if you're going to upgrade it later, you'll find out if somebody's like, if you're not giving me a 10 karat gold ring, that's 1 million. I'm not talking to you. You will find that by having direct communication, but because we're not, we, we inherently don't communicate well. Like yeah. communication is a skill that you have to yeah, learn. It is. Yeah. Many of us in yeah. our big age are looking to be married to people yeah. and we st- haven't mastered the art of communication. So, the break in this scenario that you brought up as one of the topics of the last topic of this show, of this pod, is there was a break in communication. Either this woman did not know the finances of her husband, uh, of the person that wanted to marry her, yeah. or this guy doesn't rate the babe enough, or what, like, I don't yeah. know what the issue is, but there's a break in communication. Dumb. Yeah, but what is kind of baby is definitely the kind of person that will encourage you to go and borrow money for your wedding. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what's crazy? That's normal behavior. You know, people carry loan on top of the bride's family that are supposed to pay for the blood clot thing, you know. What happens if the bride family don't have money? Hey, we might do small wedding. Mm, Next wedding will wedding. have to be ten million. They said that is the the bride's family though. That's a level. That's a level of self awareness that not everybody. It's okay. I don't think that's a, that's not an issue of self awareness. That's just being like that's a level of wisdom. I remember the first time I was watching this like show on TV, and they were talking about they were talking about different weddings and how much they cost. Mm. And like I said, when you're younger, I'm, let me speak for myself with this. I wasn't thinking about the price of a wedding. It's just like oh cake, oh dress, <laughs> oh tuxedo, oh limo. We just married on the license plate. <laughs> Is oh bridesmaid like you don't cans at the back clinking on the road mm-hmm. like that's the type of things that media will spoon feed you. It's not when you become an adult they're like oh damn a dress costs like five thousand dollars or ten thousand uh, dollars. A tuxedo can cost five hundred k. Um, cake renting venue can be one five hundred thousand dollars. Like you don't you don't think about this stuff till you become an adult and then mm-hmm. you have to have these very deep and real conversations. Mm-hmm. That you don't even know if you, what happens if you're, if your parents, you don't have the luxury of having your parents explain this to you. Yeah. Or adults in your life or mentors that explain this to you. You just be entering one chance now. You're dating somebody, something like Ring is breaking up your relationship because y'all have not communicated what every, what each party feels how deep the ring is supposed to mean or the value of a ring. Anyway, Sha, those those engagement rings, I used to see them hockey in Lego Silent Sha. I remember yeah. I, used, I used to buy a couple and be wearing yeah. it as fashion. Like I, they'd be like engagement ring. When I first met, I was like engagement ring. Why would they be hawking engagement ring on the on the road? Uh, I used to buy those things and just wear it on all I my fingers. In fact, that's little. I go to. In fact, that's what, what I do you like, mean? I, I, I used to buy the ones with the diamonds. Well, don't play with me. Like the actual like with the stones. With the stick up. The first serious? time I've even seen a ring with a stick up, you know, stud was it was in Lagos and they were hawking it. And I bought a couple. How much? How I don't much? remember. I don't. Know. I don't. I don't remember how much I priced it for. But like, I was like, "Oh, bet!" And I used to wear it on my on my. I used to stack it. Yeah. I used to put like three on my uh, fourth finger left. Yeah. Fourth finger and left hand. Index. index. Yeah. No, is this index? Which one's index? This is Ringo. Uh, uh, this is a ring finger. Index. Oh, index. Index. Yeah, middle ring to key thumb. Fuck you. Wow! Look at that! Look at that! 
Are you guys getting milk? I uh, kill this joke banter news banter. This guy. But yeah, um what's your what's your final thoughts? Maybe because I'm the bit I don't know. Maybe y'all have a different a different everything is your marriage. You said I don't, I don't have intentions of getting Oh, I'm not looking so yeah, or no one is looking for me or I'm not allowing anyone to look for me. I don't Communic- know which one it is, but communicates well, like, communicates. How, much, how much would you like if you wanted to get married, yeah. what would you say is like the perfect I don't even know. I don't even know if I want to have a wedding. I don't mm. even mind if I just go He's to the wedding. Please have a wedding. I need work. If, if, if you <laughs> don't. I can find you work without getting married. Don't worry. I got you. Okay, fine. I got you. Um, But yeah, we've come to the end of the topics. Sorry. Tosan, how about you? How much did you spend? Like, would you say it's the max you can spend on ring? On the wedding? My dear? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But it has to be nice. Like, if I'm going to, I, I think I should, I think I have a little bit of taste. Um, so even if it's not going to be so expensive, it will be nice that it will be nice enough for you to show off to, to rock off and. You but know. you can actually find a dope ring for like five hundred dollars, or like yeah. sorry, what's the equivalent to that? Um, right now, that's like it's like freaking the value of Naira just going to those. Fifty dollars is. Eh? Which rate are you using? You're using the Google rate. Please, we use the the black market rate out here. Please, it's four at least four eighty. effects. But um, I mean, like, why does ring even have to matter? Like, look at um, look at Jennifer Lopez and Aaron. I think he got her the most expensive ring on the planet. Like, I think she has it. But now they are not. That's rich people problems. We're not in that tax bracket yet. So, so Tosan, what I what I try to do at the end of every show yeah. is um ask my guest. You know, as I'm a music curator and I have a playlist called the Flex List, I must sell my market. Um, oh, I I I like to ask for you to put on or put the listeners onto a song. Okay. Um, any song you want, but these are the conditions. Okay. It must be an artist that mm. if you play their song at the end of this podcast, yeah. I will not get copyright infringement claim. Okay, <laughs> I cannot get copyright strike on on YouTube or Spotify or Apple, wherever we gonna put the podcast at. Okay. Um, but whoever you choose, choose wisely. Okay. Hopefully they're appreciative because okay. I know I'd be feeling the type of way when you put well, someone on and you know uh, they don't see the value of you yeah. know you calling their name somewhere. So the floor is yours. Who do you um, want to put us on to? Um. Thank you so much for having me on the show, first of all, guys. Um, I'd like to put on Be Blanco. This, uh, t- on. title of the song is called Jolene. You know, uh, yeah. Original beats produced by Elo, the producer. Stop it. So, yeah, Jolene. That's perfect, because I've actually shot them for my flex list before. Um, yeah. So, y'all heard it here first. Once again, Tosan, thank you for joining us. Um and I'm happy to have Jess Finesse presented you. Um, thank you for obliging my request on a, you know, a Freestyle Friday like this one. And without further ado, we are out. Gig. I've been feeling it's coming quite distant It seems I 
jerk I've been holding on to all my misses Don't see the problem, what are you saying? Right, don't make you feel like I've been hitting things like It makes me always wanna do to something right It's going down cause you can write up on my own space I've been holding back on something You don't know what you've been talking But I'm getting funky, I said right Come and tap into my problems, oh I only want you, you got some goals We looking, girl, you been sexy I'm tired. Never in the age, I ain't no Epstein When you wanna thug, I turn to Jeffrey Like a baby I'll make you tap out like we wrestling Cartier, her status on the flea She make the stallion working with her knee And she got that wipe like Cardi B If I'm talking wipes, it's cause I'm screaming And I don't really want no girl that says she hold me down Cause everyone I had promised me, now they not around I can't see nobody but me, I'm the hottest out Can't see nobody but me, I'm the hottest out cool. Rap Simmons dripping, got precision with the sauce Used to be my angel, had to leave her in the dust Ay, Sin City, demon time for me, that's round the clock You know I already had a girl, Jolie Jolie Why you make me wanna leave? Why you make me wanna leave my girl, Jolie Whisper to your pussy, make it talk Like it when it's sticky, that's that sauce Shorty fucking with me and he's drunk I need half a Xana, give me all I've been sipping syrup with no car But these big gloves, they make you cough She chasing by the demon time for her, that's round the clock Demon time for her, that's round the clock Making bands, yeah, we did it like Sean I ain't stopping till I got it like John Keep it to my rap and open doors Amen. I seen cats on that high horse and scared of overdose. Get you knocked for the low, my nigga don't approach. You cannot choose to do this shit, nigga, you get chose. For real, for real, you get chose. You cannot choose to do this shit, nigga, you get chosen. And the bottom feels scarier when the talk get closer. I am not even Jewish, but everything been kosher. Yeah, yeah. 